This week on Nintendo Main, we have Jess on to talk to us about Yoshi's Crafted World. I had a final poop fantasy. Mini Genesis does what many Nintendo't. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 165. We are your hosts. I'm Trey Nepinut Johnson. I'm Jeremy Shooting the Moose Mikowski. I'm John Seeing Things Knitter. Oh, is that, do you need to see a doctor for that? And, I don't know. I played and, too much Beat Saber. Uh-huh. That's what happened today. I was playing too much Beat Saber, and I like, there's a part of Beat Saber where you're, you see like these red um, walls come at you, and you're supposed to dodge them. And, uh, so I stopped playing, and then like two minutes later, I looked down this long hallway, and I swore out of the corner of my eye, I saw a red wall coming at me. Yeah. And I knew I was playing too much. It's like the Guitar That's Hero scary. thing. Like a Phantom wait, Guitar yeah. Hero. Yeah. And our, and our special guest this week... Uh, Jess, Yoshi is a terrorist, Kenyon. Yeah, we're here from Nintendo Main, here to talk to you as Nintendo fans, to tell you all the news and all the great things about the world of Nintendo. Is Yoshi the bad guy? We'll talk about that when we get to our what we've been playing. But Interesting. Yeah. I guess we could do that right now. Do you want to go first, Jeremy? And we'll yeah, talk, I can go we'll first. Uh, mostly I've just been playing Final Fantasy VII this week, and uh, my final poop fantasy that I mentioned just a second ago was that um, I was in the middle of like a long series of cinematics, and I had to go to the bathroom, and I finally took my Switch to the bathroom, because I was like, I'm not going to go to the bathroom and then come back here and then watch all these cinematics. <laughs> like I'm going to... I'm going to take this with me. So I did, and it actually, you know, saved me about five minutes. Mm. That's the first time... I was, I was efficient with my time. That's, that's the first time you've ever taken it to the bathroom? Like, in the two uh, years of your time with the Switch? In a, since the Stardew Valley days. Mm. But it's definitely the first time I've taken Final Fantasy VII into the bathroom. Mm. Couldn't have done that without the Switch, or, you know, if I had a PSP. Yeah. Or a Vita. You could play it on Vita, too. Or a laptop. <laughs> Which someone which someone never taken it to the bathroom. Which which someone on Facebook made sure and let me know when I said uh when I said that PCs weren't portable. He was like, uh, well, what about laptops? I'm like, oh yeah. Damn. Not as portable as uh, as those. So yeah, you're still Otherwise, yeah, I've still been uh, using the Wii with my partner. We like to play uh shooting games, but actually recently so we played we've gotten almost to the end of uh Remington Super Slam Alaska. We already beat the Africa <laughs> version, so this one's a lot harder. You have to actually switch guns in it to get the higher score. And the scores are a lot higher. It's a lot harder, but it's it feels like a nice linear progression from the last game. But I actually got her to Super start. Slam. They're all called Super Slam. I don't know why. More like a basketball name. I I, I was thinking like a wrestling. Like isn't Super Slam like a WWE yeah. event or something? Right. Or not yeah. SummerSlam? It's just or a, even it's baseball with Grand Slams. Just yeah. literally anything but shooting. Grand Slam. Yeah. Maybe it's about how you're slamming down all them bullets into the panels. <laughs> I never thought of shooting as slamming, but hey. I don't know why. <laughs> maybe it's a Remington. Like maybe there's like something new with the 
their like brand or something where slamming makes sense. Mm. I don't know. I've never <laughs> slammed any Remington cartridges into my Mossberg pump. Shot any moose, except for in this game. Yeah. Did you? So did you beat it, or are you just still just farther into uh, it? We're in the final three levels. So there's like in this game you get like you know it branches out so you get multiple choices instead of like the last game where it was all like one linear line of levels. So that's pretty cool. So we're on three levels and they're all really hard. You said you got her to start playing something else? Yeah, yeah. She started playing Boom Blocks with me. Which oh, is awesome yeah. Cause, nice. Because I was like, you're going to like this game. It's like shooting, but instead of always shooting, sometimes you shoot, but you also got to grab things and throw them and mm. throw balls and you still get to kill animals if you want because you can just shoot the innocent animals standing at the per- the peripheral area of the stage which i'm just kidding she doesn't really care that much about shooting animals but <laughs> she likes the pick up and play nature of of the shooting games i think that's why we play those most but uh definitely boom blocks is a good game for someone who likes to play the wii and i love that game yeah it's great it's and fun. i forgot how fun like i always like speak high praise for this game but i always forget just how how much is in it you know it's mm-hmm. like a, it's yep. a virtual toy box like yeah you're not just throwing balls of different sizes and shapes well they're all round but but you're also grabbing things you're picking things up and swinging them you get different kinds of guns that you can shoot mm. and a bunch of other random crap yeah that they, game needs to make a comeback yeah yeah that'd be cool i think it, eventually there's even like teleportation blocks and stuff so it gets pretty crazy as it goes so. oh yeah there is and there's like the explosion blocks there's also i was gonna say there's a really really good uh, co-op mode on there I don't know if you guys have got into that yet, but I always thought that was kind uh, of yeah. a, that I was actually kind of can't a find gem. one of my Wii controllers, which sucks because oh, because that was a fun like secret thing on Boombox One. Like the co-op mm-hmm. was really cool. Yeah. Like it, it was there was separate and it was different. Like the regular like I mean the regular multiplayer is a lot of fun, which is what most people play. But the co-op is a nice like hidden thing on there too, if you want to both play at the same time. Yeah, I definitely. If I ever can find my other Wiimote, definitely want to get more into the Resident Evil games because those are more fun with two people playing at once, and mm-hmm. then. uh uh yeah, these games have co-op mode that we've been playing in Boom Blocks. I think with Boom Blocks, a lot of them you can just share the Wii mode, but mm-hmm. as far as like the actual like co-op mode, I think you need to play at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's a cool game. That's nice. Uh do you have both of them? Do you have uh Yes, I do. What what was the other one? Bash Party or something like uh-huh. that? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I was like on a whole kick of collecting cheap Wii games for you know a couple years ago and mm-hmm. That's one of the ones I grabbed. I'm glad I did because now, whenever we get done with this one, we already have another one lined up to go. Yeah, you can once you get tired of one boom blocks, you can play the other boom blocks. I'm really, I mean, I'm, you know, I always, I've been playing the Wii so much that I, I miss the those really nice pointer controls it had. Like mm. nothing else has been quite like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I wish that would come back in the new Switch. Definitely not the Switch. <laughs> those pointer controls have not worked as well as the Wii at all. Oh. But there's no sensor bar, so it's like I mean I, I tried playing a boom or not boom blocks a World of Goo on there on the Switch and those pointer controls just didn't work. And I'm sure you know like was that bridge builder game that you got that tried to use like pointer controls too? Poly bridge was real bad. Yeah, because you have to. Is it the same thing? We have to like hit a button to like reset it every once in a while. Yes. So, yeah, it's really annoying. It just doesn't it doesn't hold the controller like the way the the Wii one did. So. And I haven't even booted that game up in probably over a year, so I think they did patch it up, but I still don't really know what to expect of like if they really made the controls better. I, I thought I heard World of Goo was actually pretty good compared to all the other pointer control games. Mm, well, I, I didn't. I don't. I didn't like it. 
but if if you play it, you can play it on the touchscreen hand uh, portable, and it works pretty well. But as far as the docked mode, mm, it wasn't there. It wasn't there for me. Like I, I got it would get off really quickly. Like where you think you're pointing, it's like way over here on the other side of the screen, and you got to reset it, and then it gets all fucked up again really quickly. And and a lot of those World of Goo levels are all about like being really quick about it, and you just can't do it with that. So it sucks. I don't know. I haven't played it since I since I got it way back when it came out and maybe they fixed it maybe there's a patch or something i don't know but yeah gone is the way of the old pointer control the it's probably the first week that i didn't really get into playing tetris at all like i didn't really pick up tetris at all this week i've been pretty busy with other stuff too but mostly just final fantasy 7 and these wii games yeah i haven't i haven't played tetris 99 either really i mean i've just been yeah but i got a i got a bunch of stuff that i that i did that i played but yeah, no, I just I haven't really done it. Not since last week either. I didn't play it last week either. So maybe I just realized that I suck at it and I just haven't. <laughs> I've just, just been yeah. I've been right. playing other stuff. Is that all you've been playing for the week, Jeremy? Yep. All right. Well, uh, I'll I'll start getting into my stuff. Uh, I did a bu- I, I got a bunch of stuff. Uh, of course, the final one will be the big one that Jess and I both been playing. But uh, so what was it? Um, so I got that GameCube game, Cell Cell Damage. That was my Friday night stream. So I, Which I, I totally that. forgot. Like for some reason in my head, I thought it was a, a FPS, but it's more like Twisted Metal, right? It's a Twisted Metal game, yeah. Right. Yeah, which is it's just so it's just so weird to play because you guys remember back in the day when Twisted Metal was like the was like the Grand Theft Auto or whatever. Like everybody yeah. was trying to copy it. There was even there was even a Star Wars Twisted, Twisted Metal game mm-hmm. on Dreamcast that That's I ridiculous. have. It's I don't called, remember that. It's called like Star Wars Demolition. I have it for Dreamcast. It's ridiculous. <laughs> It's like it's basically twisted metal, but with Star Wars characters. It's so dumb, but yeah, this this was a launch game for GameCube. Uh, it's it, it was selling for nine ninety nine, thankfully, on the Switch. I, I actually just used all my points and got it for free, like my gold my gold points that I had in there. Mm. But uh, but yeah, it was like um, if I would have bought it for the GameCube for like fifty bucks, I would have been disappointed in it because there's not really there's not really a lot to it aside from uh, multiplayer, but you can play through, I mean, you can play all the multiplayer maps, single player. And that's basically what I did, but you know, you go through and you unlock different, like if you play like, if you play like three, three different levels and you beat them, you get like a, an opening cinematic for your character. And then if you beat like the rest of, there's like 12 levels in total. If you beat like all 12 of the levels with your, with your character, you get to see their ending cinematic. So it's kind of like twisted metal, but there's not really like a story to it. And if you like beat if you beat like all of the levels in all the different modes, you unlock like a new character for each of those. So, so there's like a haunted there's like a haunted house uh, area, there's like a sci-fi uh, space station area, and there's like a wooded area as well. And I think there's a fourth one too, but I don't remember. But no, it's it's fun if you just like to run around and shoot stuff. Actually, I never really I never really liked Twisted Metal that much, and I think I've had the most fun with this version of Twisted Metal. So. So there really? you go. Maybe because it's simpler, I guess. I don't know. Have you try? Have you been able to try multiplayer at all? Uh, there's no online, so it would it's have to be. supposed to shine as yeah, a couch co-op game. That's like if you look at the preview on the eShop, that's what they're oh, pushing. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Well, we're we'll, bringing back couch co-op with, by re-releasing this game. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to try it. It was just one of those things that I feel like the most like the the most like views I get on my stream is for older games. <laughs> so I so it was just one of those things where I was like, oh fuck it, I'll just get it because I got enough gold points and. And people watched it. A friend of the show, Martin, he was there. He uh, he commented on it and all that. And you know, people people were interested in seeing cell damage like twenty years later, or whenever or no, and it would have been like two thousand one, so eighteen years ago, I guess. But mm-hmm. no, it's Pretty it's close to twenty. Years. It's a fun. It's a weird game, but it's it's fun to play. I think it looks all right for. I mean, I think the cell shading still looks pretty good. 
uh, the characters are, are weird and fun and they all have their own little one of the, one of the characters is called foul mouth and he's a duck in a suit and he's like noir. <laughs> he's like a noir duck. And, uh, he's, and he, then he drives around in like a 1920s car and, and he'll like, you know, he cusses at people, but it's all bleeped out because his name's like Howard and all duck. that. But yeah, it's, it's just funny. There's like weird characters like that. Brian, the brain is one. He's just a brain. Like I think you get him in the sci-fi level. And there's like a count Earl, like the Dracula and, and, uh, T-Rex is another one. <laughs> it's, just... it's funny that cell damage is coming back, but I don't think there's been a new twisted metal game and. Who knows? Long time. There was one for PS3. There was a big one that came out for PS3, really? and I think that one didn't didn't like perform as well the as tanks. they thought. But it was like that was like the last big one that they did, and that was like I remember they promoted a lot. Like there's even even the fucking um, the clown character from Twisted Metal is in that PS3, the sweet Smash tooth. Brothers game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sweet Tooth is a character in there. As a playable character, oh, right. PlayStation All Stars, yeah, and they're in their version of Smash Brothers. So like they were pushing it that much, even that even made it into uh, Smash Brothers or the the PlayStation Smash Brothers, which isn't great. I got it on sale, and it's weird. But yeah, no, I I, <laughs> I, I played that for a while. Actually, cool thing, uh, I I got a stream code from uh from uh Viz, their name I think. They made their first game of all time last uh, last week called uh, the Door Next or the World Next Door. Mm. Is what it's called. It's a, it's really short. I actually played through it in like four different. It, it it's like less than four hours, basically. They said it's supposed to be like a action puzzle anime type game. It kind of reminds me of Persona a little bit, I guess, because you can you can text all your friends in that through your phone. Just watch some of it. I think it thought it looked kind of boring. It looked really yeah. boring. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have wanted. I wouldn't have played it as long as you did. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I mean, I wouldn't. I can't really recommend. It was like a puzzles. It was like a. It's like an action. It was puzzle like game. Candy Crush, kind of. No, no, it really was. Because <laughs> I've never played Candy Crush, so I don't know. Because you're like connecting, you know, you're getting like three or four or five yeah. or however many you can of the yeah. same color together, and then once you do that, those blocks wipe out, and you like shoot the enemy. Yeah, that's basically how with it works. the power well, of the blocks that you destroyed. Yeah, you're on like a map. You're on like a grid. Your your character is. And there's like two or three other enemies also on that same grid, and they're all attacking you. So you can move around and dodge and try to like stay away from them. But at the same time, you can take blocks and like move them. And if you move them into like, you know, connect three or four or whatever, that's a spell. So you can use the spell on the other person. It kind of reminds me of that uh, Puzzle Quest game. That's what ideas. Kind of reminds me of a cell phone game, but not, <laughs> but not as fun. I mean, it. I yeah. But I mean, I thought the story was good. I thought the characters were good, but it just really... There was a lot of texting. Yeah. I watched you once, and it was like, who do you want to text? And there was a list of like 10 people, and you texted (laughs) all of them. It was like six, but yeah, no. You you only have to text like three or four of them, but yeah, that's kind of weird. Can you sext anybody? No. But there is um Ew. there is a there is a character in there. That's... I like realism in my game. <laughs> you can just sex anybody in real life. I mean, the main the main character doesn't have any romantic interests, but her best friend is a lesbian. She has, which is another weird. Th- not that she's a lesbian, but her her girlfriend gets kidnapped by this enemy in in the game. Like, and she's gone. And uh, I played through the whole game. You never see her. Like, she never. Came, like, her girlfriend like never came back. It's like. It's weird. They there's want a lot, to destroy that trope. There's a lot of really loose ends in the game. Like they, there's like some cool ideas in there where like you find out that your best friend like basically 
trapped you in this other world that she's in because they wanted your, that particular human that you're playing as to stay there. But they don't really go anywhere after that. It's just it, you just kind of leave and it's over. And there's no like main boss at the end. It's like it's really anticlimactic. I was like, and you're trying like the whole reason you're fighting all these monsters and stuff is to try to bring back these two people that were kidnapped. One of them being your best friend's girlfriend, and you never see them. Like like mm. it doesn't. You just leave and the game's over. Like they don't come back. Like you don't see like a final cut scene. Like what? Be- I mean, there's like some some pictures. In the in the credits of you like going home and like looking at all your masks that you have because you wear a mask through the whole thing because you're in a non-human world and I guess that's how they can't find you but but there's nothing about their about the friends that like I mean maybe that maybe they're in those like pictures I don't know there were a couple characters that I didn't recognize so maybe they do come back but they don't I don't know they could I feel like they could have gone a lot farther with that story that they had like especially the one about her best friend betraying her and like these bad people wanting her but like. You never see the bad people or they never actually really come after the character that you're playing as. So it's like, I don't know. It seems like it was over before it even started. It's kind of, it's kind of how I felt mm-hmm. about it. But I got a free stream code and they wanted me to promote it on, on Twitch. So so I did that. So I got a free game out of it. But but it's like 14 bucks and it's you can get through it in like three and a half hours. Like I wouldn't really recommend it to anybody because of that because I feel like it's a little overpriced for what it offers you. But mm-hmm. I mean, but it's you know I thought the I thought the characters were well designed for the most part, and I thought the writing was pretty good. But yeah, it's just kind of like it's it's over before it ever started. But how did you come across getting the the stream code? I I'm on some I'm on some Twitter groups that send out stuff. Oh, gotcha. Thanks to uh, Twitch kittens and Modest Merrill. If you guys listen to this, I don't know if you do, but they're Thanks. the ones who sent them to me. But yeah, no, I it's just yeah stuff I found from I kind of fell into from from posting and hashtagging stuff on Twitter. Like I said, Twitter's a great place, John. You should come there. Come hang out Maybe, with all, slowly all, our, but surely. all our happy people. You know, nowadays I leave Twitter on on my phone. I used to sign out. I like Twitter. On my phone, though, I, I end up leaving it on because every once in a while, I'm, when I'm checking for new stuff on the show, I got tired of signing in and out. So I'm there. I'm making baby steps. It's I the, don't sign out anymore. The best thing, well, what I use for this show, and I've told you about it before. Actually, Janet told me how to do it, but... You just make a list of the websites that you want to look for, for like mm-hmm. Nintendo news or whatever, and it'll just show you all their tweets. So that's why I find news oh, for the cool. show. I just have a list that just has sites that I know like only post Nintendo stuff, and I just look through that, and that's how I find out everything. So it's, it's really nice to do. And I have like eight sites on there, and it'll just, you know, and that's how I find like a lot of the major stuff through that thing. So yeah, I mm-hmm. I, I played through World Next Door. Um Played Cell Damage. Uh, I got Puyo Puyo, the Sega Ages game for uh, off the Japanese eShop because that one came out early and I really wanted to play the Puyo Puyo Pop. It's the arcade. It's completely in English and all that, so it's fun to play. I'm not that great at it, but I was hoping to get better at Puyo Puyo. And it even got me I – did, I did try playing a Puyo Tetris again, and I was able to get through a few levels on that, so – I didn't go back to that original one. I, it still bums me out that I never that there was never an English translation patch for it, and I still have to play it all in Japanese. That just bummed me out, but it's still fun. I mean, after liking Tetris ninety nine, I kind of felt like I needed something with a little more depth to it. So, been playing those games. But the main, the big, the big release of last week, which uh, we got, which I got like a couple weeks weeks ago, you know, preloaded and all that. Was uh, Yoshi, Yoshi's Crafted World, which Jess and I we did a stream of that, and and she's been playing it more than I have. But do you want to talk about that? I beat it. Just beat it. I beat it. Yeah, 
I was pretty proud of that. I did it in about 10-ish hours. Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah, so 10, maybe 11 hours of, you know, kind of getting the... You're, you collect a bunch of things, right? You're collecting flowers. Mm-hmm. You're collecting red flower coins. Faces. Flower faces. Yeah, yeah. excuse me. <laughs> um, red coins, and also you're trying to beat the levels with full hearts. Yeah. Um, and in this Yoshi, it's a little bit different than ones in the past, because before you would only collect maybe three flower faces per level, and some of these have eight. Yeah, there's a lot more now, which is cool. Yeah, they made them way bigger. Yeah, so they'll have eight, plus they'll have like the three that you collect for beating it with full hearts. Yeah. Getting all the, getting a hundred coins you get a flower for, and for um, getting all the red coins. Yeah. And it's, yeah, so, so yeah, some of them have 11 total. Plus, then you'll also get them for playing the flip side and finding all the Poochie Pups. Yeah. And then you, if you find all the Poochie Pups under a certain amount of time, you'll get another one. So that's four more. Mm. So some of them have 13, 17 yeah. flowers per level. Wow. They're, they're, like, they're like the coins in New Super Mario Brothers, except like oh, there's a lot, lot more of them. It's not like three per level, obviously. There's, there's a ton of them. I was able to go through the game and just kind of collect the ones that I could get as I was playing without worrying too much about getting all of them, trying to get all of them. But mm. if I failed, you know, I'm not going to go back. And I just would, was pushing forward. And I was able to get, because every level set, you have to pay a sad box man. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> Some happy flowers to cheer him up, and then he'll open the level for you. And I was able to get all the way to the end without having to go back and replay any levels mm-hmm. to get more flowers. Yeah. So that's cool. The 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 presentation of this game is just completely like I think that's where they really hit it out of the park. Like it's, I think it's one of the best looking games I've seen on Switch. Like just like with how fucking creative it is. Just thinking about aside from the sad box men, they're they're kind of their own thing, but. No, oh, they're cute. They're made of boxes. <laughs> but yeah, no, they're all over the place. That's how you. Robots. That's how you unlock different things. Is giving the sad box men uh, flower flower faces. But but yeah, no, the presentation is amazing. Like everything, like pretty much everything in the world looks like you could actually make it out of stuff. Like there's trees that have like like the the bark of it is like a a clip. You know, like a a clothespin. Clothespin. Yeah. So like that's how it's stuck there. Or like. There's waterfalls that is obviously like a reflected a reflective uh, tape that they're pulling like through this like cardboard cardboard uh, mountain. It's just it's so cool. Like just how uh, one of my favorite ones was they used green like straws to be bamboo. Yeah, yeah, they have and they a, look amazing. <laughs> yeah, they have green straws that are cut like in an angle to look like bamboo like bamboo sticks. It's it's so cool. Yeah, no, it's That's they make cool. it. Like just the detail on it is is just insane. It's just incredible. Is there like any sort of time... like meta explanation as to why everything is paper craft? No, no. no actually, no. I, I kind of like that they didn't write it into the story. Like a lot, you know, like yeah. a lot of the times they do. Like like the Kirby, like the one, the clay Kirby. Like mm-hmm. they, I think they, I think he ended up turning clay in that, or maybe he just was. I don't know. I kind of like it just being that that's just how it is, you know, and you don't need to explain why everything's paper. Because then in the end, it'll have to turn out to be not paper, right? <laughs> You'd have to see the Everything real Yoshi or something. turns into regular again. It'd be like the end of that Simpsons episode where they go into real life for a yeah. second and it's super fucking <laughs> oh, trippy. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, not good. Yeah, that's like the same way uh, Twin Peaks ended. 
season three. Spoilers. Who hasn't seen it? <laughs> it all takes much. place in Yoshi's crafted world. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it would. That'd be a whole other thing. I, uh, the design of it is pretty vast, too, because you think it's just all going to be made of, like, paper and cardboard, but they use beads and clothespins and, you know, coffee creamers and... And, like, milk crates and, uh, and like, milk jugs and, and... Yeah, yeah. Just literally anything that you could think of that you could... that If you were making a third grade project yeah. with around the house... Mm. Um, you know, and then when you play, when you play the flip side, you get to see the back of all those yeah, things. You so can it's see like, what they're made from, you can which see is really that funny. It's like a box of cookies with, with tape on it, with paper yeah. wrapped around it and yeah. taped to the That's back. Cool. Yeah. And some of them have little drawings on them. Like, you know, like a little kid drew on the back. Yeah. It's really fucking cute. It's, oh, it's, it's cool because, uh, a lot of the boxes are made from Yoster cookies. Like the cookies from like the old Yoshi Cookie game, which I thought was really cool. Like the little the jelly ones oh, and clever. like the uh-huh. the square like yeah the square like um checker looking one. Like you see those in the game a lot. Like uh, there's the boxes from that. But yeah, it's like what what was the one that I saw earlier when you were playing? It was like it was like big it was like Big Bro Sun Chips or something like that. <laughs> like yeah, some, Baron's yeah potato Baron. chips. Yeah, it's like so it, it's it's hilarious. It's like definitely like they made it look like. They made it look like you could actually make it. Like, you could be like, oh, well, that's made out of... Oh, yeah, and there's, like, a whole bunch of stuff with soda cans and magnets, which is cool. Like, you, like, eat a magnet and put it on a soda can to, like, help you, like, jump higher. Or to, like, weigh it down because it's held up by a string or whatever, and that'll open another door. And it's just really creative, like, how they do it. Like, that that level that you play on the demo, like, does, like, no justice at all to the game whatsoever, I would say. Like, that's really not... That's the second time I've heard somebody say that. Well, it is really short, too, comparatively. Compared to the... Yeah, some of the levels are really long. Yeah, I mean, if you have to find eight flowers, some of them are pretty fucking long. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, that demo's fun enough that I've played it three or four times, just because I like the the look of it. Yeah. Like you were saying, the the graphics and the the presentation are... Well, if you're you're a completionist, you'll definitely need to play every level... I'd say at least four times because you have to play it forwards. Yeah. Then you have to go back and find anything you missed. Then you have to play it backwards. And what I've been doing to get the Poochie Pups is I'll play it once and like find them. And then I'll play it again immediately. Just like speed run through to get it under the time. Mm. Cause it's too stressful for me to like try to run through a level backwards and I have no idea what the uh-huh. fuck I'm doing. Yeah. And I don't know where the dogs are. So I just yeah. like take my t- chill out, find the pups, beat the level, mm. and then I play it again really fast. Yeah. So yeah, that's my advice if you want a yeah. nice calm journey. And there's um, there's also uh, there's these like uh, sort of gotcha machines, but it's not like if you put a coin in it, you get something. It's not like you won't get something, which is really nice. But there's these little like gumball type machines, and they kind of look like. There's a lot of like stuff that looks like stop motion in there, which is really cool. Like whenever the um, whenever you get to a boss, like the way the boss comes together, it looks like it's like it was made like actual like an old stop motion movie. It, you were saying cool. reminds us uh, of uh, old uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse episodes. Yeah, totally. Like Penny, like, like that, it looks like exactly those like type Penny of stuff. <laughs> animations. Oh, Penny. Yeah, yeah. It's super cool, <laughs> especially like the um, the capsule machine thing. But that's like been one of my favorite things because you get you get ten costumes per level. And you buy them. It starts off at 100 coins per per costume. But every time you put it in the machine, you'll always get something, which is great. There's not like a percentage or anything where you won't, you know, where you'll get like so many duds or, or duplicates or anything like that. You can't get that, thankfully. But, yeah, you get all these little costumes that are made out of like creamers, like the 
like the little creamer, um, the plastic cups. containers, the, the cups yeah. for those. Yeah. Or like a yeah, Yosho will be wearing a helmet that's made out of like a bottle cap, you know, or like that that type of thing. Or you'll be wearing like a milk crate, like or like a little like um the paper, like the paper milk container type thing. And and if you scan the um if you scan the yarn Yoshi. You get that color yarn Yoshi amiibo um, to go around your Yoshi in the game. So, so you get so like we scan the blue one and it shows up as the blue yarn Yoshi. So there's not like so each of them is a different thing within the Yoshi family. So we had a purple yarn Yoshi inside of a blue yarn or a purple felted Yoshi inside of a blue yarn Yoshi. Yeah, which kind of bugged you because it was too big. It was like too the, big. Yeah, <laughs> the... I couldn't really tell where my body was in space. <laughs> it was too big. Yeah, the hit detection on it was a little weird because that is like the biggest one because you're wearing like you're a Yoshi wearing another Yoshi. But also, is there a Poochie costume? Yeah, there is. Yes, if you have the Poochie amiibo. Yeah, yeah, yeah we scanned him. We don't have the pink one, He's so, so we so we didn't get the pink one. But yeah, no, if you scan, if you scan um Poochie, you get a Poochie costume. I think all the Mario ones work too. I I scanned uh, Doctor Mario, and I got a little like cardboard Mario suit that he puts on that just has like overalls and a hat. You know, it's not really super detailed, but. But yeah, we we scanned like Ridley and Chibi. Like that didn't give us anything. We got an amiibo box. Yeah, you get an amiibo box for any amiibo that's not Mario, no. not the Mario it series looks like or a the Labo Yoshi box, stuff. But it yeah. says amiibo, like it's the Labo kind of colors. Yeah, and we didn't and we didn't find the we didn't find the piano. No, yet. I don't know where it is. Yeah. I, I th- I'm, I'm thinking that after you beat the game, you have the opportunity to unlock some extra levels. Yeah. for extra smiley flowers. Um, and they, you know, as you go, it's, it starts like one guy needs 10 and then as it goes along, they need 15 and then by the end they need, I don't know, maybe 20, but the secret levels, um, after you beat the game cost 30 flowers a piece. Yeah. It's kind of like the same thing, like new, like new Super Mario Brothers, where like at the end, like you get like a star world sort of, and you need like to have collected so many things to unlock it. So you've beaten it just, but you haven't seen every level yet. Uh no, I I've at least seen there's at Most. least one I haven't seen yet cuz I unlocked two uh, bonus levels and I just played the fir- the second bonus level for about 30 seconds before I died um cuz they are hard. Yeah, no we we played a little bit of it earlier before we started recording and uh yeah, and that, that's what uh, I put in the notes for the show uh Yoshi versus Zelda because I wanted to talk about so Yoshi's Crafted World's been getting a lot of shit online for being an easy game, which is, which I think is bullshit. Like, uh, I just want to say on here right now that I think that Yoshi Cra- Yoshi's Crafted World is harder than Wind Waker on GameCube. And it's also harder really? than Twilight Princess on GameCube. Because on Twilight Princess, whenever somebody hits you, you lose one heart. And on Yoshi's Crafted World, when somebody hits you, you lose like six fucking hearts. Like, seriously. Like, <laughs> when we were playing it on Monday, like, you can die pretty fast. Yeah, I was getting killed pretty quickly. So it's not like, yeah, it's not like I played through Wind Waker without dying. Like I died once in like one of the ones where you had to fight 100 dudes at once or whatever that you're not even supposed to mm-hmm. go through. But that was the only time I died during the entirety of the game. And I've already died like five times we, in Yoshi. We didn't mention either that the costumes actually help you. Yeah. The costumes a, give you more okay. hit points. Yeah. So it's like an armor. So if you want to make it extra hard, just don't use costumes. I did not play with costumes. And then, and then it'll make it even more difficult. play through, yeah. except for maybe twice. Yeah. There were two, there were a couple of levels where I was just like, fuck, yeah. I, need, I need some extra hearts. Um, and so the costumes have three levels. There's like, 
normal, rare, and super rare. Yeah. And normal gives you like three extra hits, rare gives you four, and super rare gives you five extra mm-hmm. hits. So that's great. You can wear the costume around, you get hit five times, and then the costume will fall off of you in the yeah. game. Yeah, then you're just and then you'll regular have Yoshi. Your normal hearts again. Yeah. And you just start from there. Yeah. Just wanted to yeah. get that in. Yeah, those bad curious what made you compare it to Zelda? I was just I was just thinking about all the shit that people have been giving it for being easy, and I'm like, right, right. I'm like, well, you know, like Wind Waker was easy as fuck too. Like, but nobody was gave it that. like some kind of. Common... I don't think Twilight Princess was as easy as Wind Waker. Well, I mean, do you remember when Twilight Princess each HD came out, Jeremy? And there was, hmm. and you could actually scan an amiibo to make it to where. No, seriously, you lose one heart when you get hit by people. Like this, like yeah, the second yeah. time through, I found it pretty fucking boring because, yeah, like. Everything took off one heart. Oh, yeah. Weren't you scanning the wolf amiibo and it would, like, unlock hard mode? No, the wolf amiibo would, like, save – it, like, saved how far you got in that, like, extra wolf dungeon thing. But if you scanned Ganon, it would make it harder. Oh, and sure. I actually, yeah. And I actually scanned Ganon to make it harder because it was boring because I would just never die, you know, because really – Play it again on Wii U. Like, really, those characters don't do any damage to you. Like, I mean, not yeah, even the bosses. Got- yeah. I didn't play that far into it on the Wii U because I just didn't. I don't know. I was. I felt like I'd played it too recently to care. Oh, okay, I, I played it all the way to the final to like right before like whatever the end thing is where you fight Ganon. I didn't like. I w- it was to the part where John was for years, where like you know where you're looking for the extra ghosts and shit and all that, and like the bugs for the bug lady and all that stuff. That's about yeah. as far as I got, and I was like, I'm gonna collect everything, and then I just didn't. I <laughs> just didn't play it anymore. But I did, but I did scan, I scan the amiibo every time to try to make it harder because really, like, you don't get hurt at all. And that's why it, it actually, from playing Yoshi and seeing how many hearts, like, you lose, like, from somebody hitting you, that just reminded me of the flip side of things. And, like, so, and, like, earlier Zelda before Breath of the Wild, like, just how easy those games were, you know, and it's just. The great thing was, about Yoshi, and, and this is true for, um, for Woolly World as well, is they're really as hard as you want them to be. Sure. You can coast the fuck through you can choose mellow mold mode where you can't die and you can just bounce around and find everything chill as fuck or you can try to collect everything which is hard oh yeah yeah well i mean collecting things also is you know as you're saying like you have to end the level without losing any life like you have to end the level with a full life bar so so, you know, that's with having, like, all the hearts. So that's, like, another thing on top of Well, it, I definitely, I mean, like, especially for that one, I'll play the level for specific things. Like, I will, now I'm playing this level to not get hit by anything. So I'm not collecting coins. I'm not trying to get flowers. I'm literally just trying not to touch anything. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't had to do that yet, but I, I, I suspect I will, especially when we get to the, like, the levels with, um inside the house which mm-hmm. are really difficult there are a couple of levels where um you're in like a japanese style house and there's one where you have the soji screens and yeah, so no, you're behind really cool. the screen that yeah. they move so sometimes you're behind the screen sometimes you're in front of the screen sometimes you can't only yeah. see shadow play um so th- those are really tough and the level moves on its own yeah it's on rails mm-hmm. so you don't really have time to think about anything. You just have to react. And I think I'm going to have to play that one about 10 <laughs> times yeah. to get everything. There, there's also like, um, there's also kind of like bonusy type levels that 
where it's where it's different where like you get the flower faces depending on like high how high of a score you get like you there's one where you get into a giant like yoshi robot thing that like, like punches stuff yoshi. and like you go through and destroy things and you have to destroy a certain amount of stuff to get it through there's like another one where you're on a plane and you have to and you have to pop balloons and like the most balloons you pop you get flower faces because of that so there is like a lot of variety in the game there's one where you kill monty moles yeah there's another one where you get all the monty moles and there's yeah. one where you're being chased by a giant dinosaur. Yeah. I Did you get that, that far? I didn't get that far, no. Oh, yeah. I'm trying not to spoil. Sure. No, I mean, but I want you to talk about, like, like your favorite levels and all that, you know. Um, There was a level that actually scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Like, legit terrified me, and I just wanted it to be over. Mm. Um, There are two levels back-to-back later in the game. Um, One where you want to be in the light, where light is safety, and then the one after that, the light is danger. So in the first one where light is safety, it's very, very dark level. And I don't even actually know what this guy looks like because he's always in the dark. But it's like a creepy, oh, they, they never show axe wielding, like he's got button eyes. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a yarn like a snowman <laughs> with a giant axe. Yeah. And... And there's like hundreds of them and they are coming for you and you don't know where they're going to be. And so like you're just walking along and you're just trying to get some coins and then like three fucking giant snowmen axe motherfuckers will come out of nowhere (laughs) after you and you have to try to run for the light. It was legit scary. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want them to go in that direction. Yeah. Make like, the mature like Yoshi the crafting the world turn into Yoshi's survival horror. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Creepy. I was like home alone and I was like, yeah, I can't play that one again. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I the one. That. The- they set it up this game to be like a cutesy yarn style game, but then they just like pulled one over on you and it's actually like the most terrifying horror game, but it's Yoshi. Mm-hmm. I would play. I mean, axe wielding clown type on. things sound pretty scary to me. It was scary. Well, or snowman or whatever you said. No, that, he's like a clown snowman. You're right. Even that one level, I, I played one of the haunted house levels, and even the one that has like the shy guy with the scythe that like chases you. I thought that was pretty freaky too. Yeah, there's <laughs> like, like this little. He has like this, you know, like the Grim Reaper weapon. He's like running at you and swiping it at you as you like run away from him. He's like a two D paper. Yeah. It's like he's on a fishing line. Yeah, it's like a paper cardboard. But he's just yeah. he's just coming for you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that was kind of. Well, there's like, a lot of enemies that are like homing in on you in the game. Like there aren't a lot, but there are some. Yeah, but it's like there's some AI to it. I guess. Oh sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's one little dinosaur guy in the level um, that's very cool, but uh, there's this little dinosaur that's coming coming for your ass and i fucking hate that dinosaur so much and i want to <laughs> kill it and you can't you can't touch it you can't touch it at all yeah and you can't really shoot exit it you can't get away from it it's mm. just trying to eat your face yeah it's pretty terrible but on, on the flip side of that there are actually this is what you were talking about like yoshi being a terrorist there they're also like some shy guys that are just hanging out that just aren't really doing anything i actually started i know it sounds so i know it sounds so stupid but i actually kind of started to have a little bit of a moral dilemma about (laughs) eating the shy guys because a lot of times they're just like napping under flowers yeah they're just not doing it they're just like not they're not trying to hurt you and this isn't your world as yoshi um your stones have been you're you're trying to collect these stones right and they've been thrown here by kamek and fucking bowser jr yeah 
And so you're invading this other country. You're eating the people who are just trying to live their fucking lives. And you're, you're stealing all their shit. Yeah. It's he's a so that's, a, that's his crafted world. He's crafting the world that he wants to live in. Yeah, yeah. No, he's pretty but much there's not, there's not anything at the beginning where I think in other Yoshi's or maybe I'm just thinking of other games where Kamek is like, I'm going to make the world bad. Yeah. And so like he sends shy guys out to fuck with you. Yeah. But in this you're you're the invader. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot but of time- in the context of the whole series. Then how many times have shy guys been the invader? So doesn't that make it OK? No. Like <laughs> it's OK no. to come after them no, now. John. We're going after their home play. No, yeah, I don't think so. No, yeah, settling no. the score. Yeah, you you do feel kind of bad. I'm that just you're not just, a vengeful person. You're just eating yeah. them, and you're like you were talking earlier about like turning their bones into eggs and all this like well, morbid yeah, stuff. You... And <laughs> well, yeah. that's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, that that's actually another cool like quality. I mean, eggshells are made out of calcium, which is what yeah. bones are made out of. Yeah. yeah, you're digesting their bones to make your eggs to throw at them to throw at their brothers to make more eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the on the brighter side of eating them and turning into eggs, I just wanted to say before we forgot, there's a cool like uh, quality of life thing now that now once you eat something, it just automatically becomes an egg. You don't have to hit down. You don't have to swallow it. To, it. to swallow it, which I think is really nice. We I did mean, have some um, just uh, on button pushing. We did have some like phantom drop kind of issues. Yeah, you? yeah. We were, we were feeling like butt stomps. Yeah, yeah butt it was, stomps. It, we were using the analog stick on the pro controller, but yeah, no, both of us ran into it where like, where Yoshi, cause you hit down to do the butt stomp and yeah, there were a lot of times where it just did it on its own and we weren't even doing it. And so I'm wondering I if there's like, stomped, like into space. So yeah. I was absolutely not trying to do that. Yeah. And it both happened to both of us, like where we weren't even it anywhere. I wonder if it does that on the analog stick as well, where sometimes it randomly hits down while you're moving. Interesting. Yeah, we were playing yeah. on the pro. I never played it with anything but the pro controllers. Yeah, yeah. I never. I didn't. Did you try it with a second controller? Do you have a second pro controller no. you try it with? I, I only have one. No, we only have one pro controller. Uh, we played it two player a little bit when it when it came out just to try it out, but it was awful. It was better to just pass the controller, you know. But it's a really fun, like you know, the old school couch couch co op of us of us people who had NESs and all that. You know, pass the controller. That's what I always did with friends at sleepovers or whatever. We, like, I play a level, you play a level, you know. Somebody dies, we'll swap the controller. But when we did do the two-player, I used the um, the Wii Classic controller. But I hadn't noticed any weird automatic drops. We didn't. We only played, like, two levels. Maybe not even that. I think we, we just played, played the like first one. one. Yeah. The camera, I think, gets a little, like, weird. I don't, I don't yeah. know how to explain it other than the camera doesn't feel right when two people are running around. It's like it doesn't know who... who I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it just felt. Is it, but is it two Yoshi's? Is it's two Yoshi's. Yeah, it's two yeah. Yoshi's. It just felt unstable to it, me. It, it, I think you felt like it didn't know who to follow or like who to focus on out yeah. of the two of us. So it kind of like just meandered from one to another. It just it means that it's like and it shaky, makes you a little like and it made my motion sickness. Yeah, upset. And I'm also, to you can how the camera would work with two player. On the, I mean, uh, most two player games, it's like kind of well, split screen. Know, yeah. Yeah, no, I think you can only go as, you know, you can only go so far. Yeah. Well, we forgot to, I mean, we haven't really mentioned like the whole 3D-ness of the, of the game as well. Like how you can go into the background or like into the foreground and all that. And maybe yeah, there's like three depth yeah. levels. Which is cool. Like you can shoot stuff in the background, which I always wondered, I was thinking, I was like wondering if this is like maybe a 3DS idea originally. But from what I read, like the whole game concept came from the whole idea of flipping the level. Like that's what I read online was that. 
they had that idea before it was a Yoshi game. Like they're like, wouldn't it be cool if we had a game where you played one way and then you flipped it and then you saw the other side of it? Like that was kind of like that was their original like you know the, concept. You know, Nintendo always has like a small concept and then later it becomes a game. But that they, they said that that idea was around before Yoshi was ever in in mind for it. Like that was just something they wanted to work into a game, any type of game, you know. So I don't know. With all the 3D depth stuff, I thought that maybe it might have been an idea for 3DS at, some, at one point, but. It works okay. Yeah. Like shooting stuff in the background or the foreground. Yeah. It can get difficult when you get to parts where, and there are parts where you have to do it while you're bouncing on stuff or like while you're in the air or whatever, and you have no solid ground. And that's, I find that gets really difficult. Or like when you're shooting a moving target, you have to kind of. When you're Wait shooting, a, especially when it, you're yeah. shooting a moving target in the background, yeah. you're like target will focus on the moving thing when it crosses the path, but then it'll automatically if if it leaves the path, it'll come to the foreground and try to hit something mm. in the foreground area. So you have to like move it back to follow the thing in the background. Like, you just have to be really quick at it, or it's gonna default to being in the foreground yeah yeah that's that that's kind of takes a little getting used to i guess and sometimes it's just still hard to do it like it's like that mole sometimes it's just annoying like that mole level where you have to shoot or eat all those moles like yeah so it's just and it's just and it's also like a fast scrolling level as well so it's like hard to hit you in the background i did it though yeah but i mean i was just thinking also like this is this is nintendo's like first big game of the year like the first original release for the switch from nintendo this year so yeah. it's a pretty pretty big pretty big event, but no, it's I, I also mean, something they announced pretty early on in the life of the Switch. So yeah, yeah, I feel like we heard about it a long time ago, like over a year ago, right? Well, I feel like we heard about it at an E3, but then they didn't do it the E3 after, right? Like they didn't say anything about it, but then yeah. it like emerged again, and then it's. Well, I think because originally I think it was supposed to be last year. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I, I think, think it was, was originally slated for last year. Yeah, of last year, and then they pushed it back. Yeah. Or maybe we thought it was going to be Christmas. I think they announced it for 2018. Yeah, I think they did too. But yeah, it's their first their first big release of the year. Um, I mean, I th- I think it's great. I mean, I've been having a lot of fun with it. I haven't played through it all the way. But how do you um how would you compare it to other Yoshi games, Jess? I think it's uh I think that Woolly World is a little bit. I had more fun playing Woolly World a little bit. Mm. I think the That's level design question. is 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 more different in this. It's yeah. more varied. Mm. But I think when the game is hard, it's hard because like enemies are hard or, or they're coming for you or you, um it's not really the platforming that's difficult for the most part whereas I think in Woolly World I think that the platforming what did get very hard um in the main level set, especially mm-hmm. like collecting all the yarn, yeah, um, it was it got pretty difficult to do the platforming to collect the yarn. So that was kind of more fun because it was more rewarding. Mm-hmm. But also, I haven't gotten to those like later levels yet and collecting all the smiley flower faces. Yeah. And since there are more of them, they kind of take the place of the yarn because yeah. you were collecting yarn and smiley flowers in the woolly world. Um, I think another thing that was cooler about Woolly World is uh, the amiibo. Like, to go back to that, like, they had a lot more out. Like, every time you scan an amiibo in Woolly World, it became, like, the yarn pattern for your character. So, 
So, like, now I scan Samus, I don't get anything. But you scan Samus on Woolly World, you get, like, a suit that looks like the Samus armor. You know, like, your your yarn turns into that color, you know, and looks like the... And they did, I feel like they did that with a lot... They did a lot more stuff with the Amiibo for that. Yeah, they definitely they did with had a one. lot. But um, yeah. Amiibo was, like, But Amiibo was... Newer. Or, yeah. Amiibo was at the peak at the time. And now totally. It's just, it was peak Amiibo Maybe time, kinda, so they did more stuff with it, I guess. I don't know. Up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Amiibos are still happening. Like, they're still coming out, you know. And, well, uh, and also, they're already making these costumes. How hard could it have been to make... Just make more. Ten just more, more, 20 yeah. more costumes to be just a little bit more. Instead of, like, just the Mario ones. I don't know. Maybe they just... Yeah, I just felt like it, it encompassed a lot more on, on Woolly World, but... Um, but But this... Aside from that, I think this one has kind of broken the mold a little bit more, though, as far as Yoshi-type games. Go. Yeah, absolutely. There, you just kind of never. It's interesting because instead of being like World One that has six levels in it, it's like these little level sets that have two or three levels inside of it. So, like one of them is um, called like Cardstock Mountain. So, like everything is made out of like cardstock, and like mm-hmm. one of them is. Uh, in a suitcase, you know, and one of them is like jungle themed. And so there, there's a lot more, um, like overworld yeah. levels there's a lot of, with a lot of smaller level sets the inside of them, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Instead of just saying like, this is the world one, you know, is all water levels and here's six water levels. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's a lot more variety to it. There's a for lot sure. more variety. And the level, like uh, the levels are different now that they have the, now that you can go like, back and forward and not just left and right. So it's not like Are there straight water up. levels where you swim like you go underwater? Or no, no all, swimming. Like, just above water? Well, are there swimming levels? No, there isn't, but there is like that really cool, there's a really cool aquarium level that's like, it's like you're underwater, but you're not. You're basically in an aquarium, but there's a bunch of like fish made out of like paper plates and stuff like that. It looks really cool, but you're not actually swimming. But there's no it. water. Yeah. But I was really impressed by that. And then they have like little crabs made out of different shit. I think because they make almost everything out of paper in a kind of realistic way, you can't water be underwater. Really exist, uh-huh. yeah. That makes sense. What That's could a- they make it out of that would withstand actual water? Yeah. So the water would be made out of paper as well. Yeah, like like those uh, those saying like those waterfalls that you see in the background. And there is water like, in the game. Or like um, um there's like a tape. level where you're outside. It looks like you're outside in your backyard, mm-hmm. and so there's there is actual water in that you because you could imagine like you dug a little trench and yeah, use yeah. the hose to fill it up. Like it's really logical in that way, which is pretty cool. And there's that there's that sweet level with the um that has like the marshmallows floating in the purple goop or like the purple yeah. icing or whatever, but it kills you when you hit it. You know. Like, that yeah, type of thing. I thought of it as like acid, but I'm sure it's supposed to be some sort of sugary, yeah, deliciousness. Yeah, because like it's candy, it's like candy yeah, land and but all it, that. But you can't touch it. Yeah. Um, I just I do want to just say one more thing because it's kind of so varied. There are some things that I wish that they had spent more time with. Yeah. And I can say specifically, there's um, there's like a whole space, you know, region. Mm. Um, so there's three space levels and. In the latter third of one of the levels, you're on the moon and gravity changes. And so you have like a higher jump. You have this longer time in the air, a bigger bounce. And it's super cool. And you can feel it immediately. Like it's super tactile and really exciting. The first time I jumped, I was like, oh, my God, it's I'm on the moon. There's The gravity is yeah, different. Yeah. And it was so thrilling. And you, you're, you do that for like 
a minute and a half before yeah. the level is over. Yeah. And I'm just like, why couldn't we do more with this? Why can't yeah. I have a whole level yeah. where the gravity, why did I, it just Our doesn't, level I don't like understand that, yeah. why, if you're going to do it, why didn't mm. you just do a whole level of that? Yeah. Um, and it's there's just kind no of Nintendo showing off though, right? Like they got such good stuff. We can just yeah. make this for like a minute and a half. But it's so you know? good yeah, that but, I, mean, I want it. Like, yeah, you want to see it again. That. Yeah. Let me do mm. the whole t- I mean, especially because, like, if you're going to keep... It seems like, here's how you thought the game was, and now, like, bam, it's different, and it's so exciting. Yeah, and then you want to do more levels and then like you that. And then you don't ever get it back. Yeah. So that was kind of a bummer. Also, like, grabbing onto rope and swinging on rope it feels really good in the game. Yeah, there's, like, some DK... You get, like, the haptic yeah, feedback from the thing, almost. and so, yeah. like, when you grab a rope, it feels... You feel like, like you, yeah. yeah, you just grabs it you in feel the right it. Spot. It feels yeah. really good, um, and there are only like two rope levels, and none of them are like as ropey as I wish they were. <laughs> um, yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. I kind of want it to be like a minecart rope level. Yeah, if you that want makes like sense. some Donkey Kong like Country track, type stuff in there, yeah. Um, and you're jumping from rope to rope to rope. Yeah. No, you don't really get to do that yeah. either. So I think it I think it's really fun and and it I think I could play it for you know 60 hours trying to collect everything forwards and backwards and dogs cool. and also with um you yeah. know all those smiley flower guys they send you on like fetch quests and the world kind of becomes like a where's Waldo. Uh, it kind of reminded me of those. Uh, do you remember the highlights books? Like where you, uh, yeah, oh yeah, where you like find the things find in the, the picture. Indians. It kind of, it kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of that. Like because because it's yeah. like hey hey find the um it's like find the clothesline like in the in the town here or like or like you were just looking for those little like the, shy guys in trench coats. Yeah, the trench coat the trench coat mafia the shy guys yeah. In the background yeah yeah the demo also reminded me of. Whereas Waldo just like I thought, I could just like sit back and kind of relax with this game and kind of look at it. You know, you can look at unique. it kind of forever. It's very it's pretty. Like it's definitely, it definitely wants you to look at it because, the, like I said, mm-hmm. the details are great. Because you'll find just little cool things that you're like, oh, look at that. That's like made from a can, or like, you know, like a like the, like those trees with the with the little clothespin on them. Like I thought that was adorable because it, you could tell that somebody made it and they want you to make it look like, you know, like it younger kid could have put this world together and it, it it's almost kind of like i feel like this should have had like a storybook come with it more than like octopath traveler you know i mean they're both kind of like that but this one is more you know it, it looks like a diorama a lot of times yeah you know, a pop-up book would have been really cool yeah yeah like a pop-up book and uh it, and my nickname from earlier the nep nepinut uh <laughs> i guess that's like the other version of gargantuan blarg but i just want to let everybody know that Gargantuan Blarg looks the best that that uh, that they've ever looked in in any game. The Blarg look awesome. Yeah, yeah. They, as they, a family. No, they look great. Yeah, no, it's definitely. It was one of those things where we were playing. And I stopped and I was like, "Wow, man, Blarg looks I don't really, know what that is. really is that good." The giant blue thing from Yoshi's story. He or Yoshi's Island. I think he's. Oh, I don't know. Well, if, Blarg is red. Blarg is like a lava monster, and it's like and a big. Nepinet's like the water version. Yeah. And it's like a big, you know, it's like a big uh, hump, and it has a mouth in it and, like, two eyes. You, you've seen Blarg. I'm In uh, Super Mario World, he was like a Bones. I'm looking him up. I don't know if you can see this on the on the screen, but here. Go to your left a little more, Trey. There's, this is Blarg. There, there you go. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that's what I thought you've it was. Seen, you've seen Blarg. <laughs> this is Blarg. Blarg is great. Blarg is in every Yoshi game. 
including Tetris Attack. Blarg is you could, love. Blarg is love. You could yeah, you could play as Glar. <laughs> what was it? A uh, Blarg and Flamer guy was that was, was like their name mm-hmm. in uh, Tetris Attack. <laughs> you could play as yeah, that's pretty rad. <laughs> Yeah. In uh, yeah, in Super Mario World, he kind of says Blarg when he comes out of the lava. He goes like Blarg. Yeah, and I've always loved Blarg. Yeah, no, Blarg is great, and and Blarg especially looks especially prevalent on the levels where you're on the uh, the skeleton platforms. Uh huh. Yeah. The skull platforms. Super cool. Um. Anyway, is there uh yeah is there any other thoughts you you would like to say about Yoshi's Crafted World? I want to hear your opinion as a as a professional crafter, Jess. Ooh, yes. You like to make that kind of stuff like crocheting and everything and Totally. I think it's yeah. I think it's really actually amazing. Um I I I couldn't I couldn't complain about any of it. I was worried that they wouldn't put any yarn in it because of Woolly World. Mm-hmm. Um uh-huh. but there there's definitely yarn in it. Um especially when you're playing the reverse side of things. Do you know what washi tape is? It's like no. It's like colored it's like pretty tape and you can use it to decorate things. And sometimes it has patterns on it, colors, patterns, polka dots, flowers, whatever. Um, it's pretty popular among crafters. It kind of is. And it... sometimes you can just like see rolls of it around. Oh yeah. Yeah. In the reverse. Mm-hmm. So like colors and things that they used like to tape with in the front side, you can see them like laying around in behind the items that you would see. Um, when you're playing reverse, yeah, it's just like it's the the level of thoroughness of the crafted is insane. Yeah, I feel like they I feel like they made it look like it could actually be a real thing, like it could actually be like a box that you had that was fully created. I and think you that could, their goal was could, to make it yeah. so that nothing. There's a time when you're playing these like a uh, level, like a what what do you call this? Like a balance <laughs> scale, like scales, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, some of them are hanging in the air, and you can actually see where, like, the wire has been attached to them and then taped to the inside of the box that you're in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, nothing is just floating in space. Yeah. Everything is justified in the way that it is built, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's super cool. <laughs> and all yeah, and all the characters look like plushies too. Like when you you know, like the way their the skin is and all that. Yeah, they're like little felted have you ever seen any this is super weird, but they have books on how you can like make things out of cat hair. I haven't seen that. Okay. <laughs> Everybody Google no, I've, crafting. I've heard with of cat people hair. making things out of cat hair. Yeah. yeah. I've not seen a book. If you just Googled it, you could see um, they make little like finger puppets and things like that, mm-hmm. and this is they kind of these Yoshi's they sort of look like they've been made of of cat hair. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that that tape it's like felted material. The tape that I don't know if this is the tape you're talking about, but some of the tape that I see in Crafter World looks like the tape, like the Labo tape that we saw that they were gonna sell, but they never did. I guess. I to- never saw. Uh, yes, I I would like, bet you a like hundred bucks. The striped the tape, yeah. Which I never, I don't remember seeing that anywhere. I remember they said they were going to say it, but uh, sell it, but I don't know if it ever came out or not. But it's just decorative tape. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, but no, I, yeah, Yoshi, uh, it's a high recommend for me. Uh, 
It's um yeah, I think it's very cool. Uh, when you know when you when you, when we get together for MGC, Jeremy, you have to take a look at it. I think it's a. Uh, the only thing that pretty. I recommend is that you listen to some other soundtrack while you play it. Yeah, the, the, some of the music is pretty bad. I oh, mean, I'm going to put bad, really. Obviously, I'm going to put sucks. a couple. I'm going to put a couple songs on here for this episode, but not that one. Like the basic one from the demo that you hear is awful. That song is not good at all. The like really slow one. That's the like, like overworld burr, music burr, 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 too burr, is really burr, burr. really yeah. annoying. Yeah, it's like a high pitched off key recorder, like we were talking about. Yeah. Um, and it just, ooh, yeah. <laughs> well, when I when I got home earlier, you were playing like some sort of circus level, and that one was just like, was yeah, it was, and and you <laughs> and, and you had gone through it, yeah, and you had been playing it for like fifteen minutes, like the level, and I just. I just muted it for it your for makes your own. My eyeballs feel like they're gonna melt <laughs> into my ears or something. Do you think all the music is made with handcrafted instruments? That's why it's maybe like, <laughs> it's possible. They should have used that Labo piano, man. You can make some cool stuff. I was that. reading about it today on the bus, and apparently, the guy who made the music for Woolly World like quit, and he became a freelance guy. Oh, and so the music people that they work with now are different than mm. they were for Woolly World, oh, and okay. so yeah. this guy. He sort of takes it's really reminiscent of that like first Yoshi game, Yoshi's story. The sixty four one? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really reminiscent of that. It's got all these flutes and they're really high pitched and I, I mean I, I really super monotonous. I really like the soundtrack of the of the sixty four game. Actually that's what I like the most off of it. I mean there's a song where Yoshi raps in it. Like it's amazing. Okay, well maybe <laughs> I never knew that. Maybe it's where he's not... like wah, 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 wah. like he doesn't say anything, but he's like rapping. It's amazing. Now you need to put that in this episode. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well maybe it's not the sixty four one, but it's some other Yoshi game before Maybe like one of the 3DS ones? I don't know. Because you played through uh, New World also. I played all the Yoshi games of all time. Yeah, yeah. I even played that one where you just eat fruit. Yeah, that was the first one. <laughs> or the that was the 64 one. Yeah. Where, I, yeah, that one, it's... It was the first yeah. one with a baby. Which, <clears throat> which well, that, one? That, the baby one oh, was yeah. the Super Nintendo one. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that one then that yeah. it takes the music from. Maybe. I don't know. I like the music in that one, though. Oh, fuck me. I don't fucking know. Look it up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, it was definitely reminiscent of another <clears throat> Yoshi game that I have played. That's all flutes, and really monotonous. Oh, sure. I'm no. not saying that was the only music in that other game, but maybe it was like the overworld music in that other game, something like that. Sure, it's familiar, but not in a fun way. Cool. Well, yeah. Aside from the music and and uh, yeah, and some some of that other nitpicky stuff, I think. But you think overall, it's it's a good game. I mean, you've definitely been playing it a lot since I got it. And I'm gonna keep playing it. I there are some levels that I know right now that I will not a hundred percent. Yeah. Because it will be too hard, and I'll give up. Yeah. You'll want to like you know like break your brain, and you don't want to do that. Yeah. No. Yeah. So if you are a completionist, like you definitely have your work cut out for you. Yeah. There's a lot to do in there. It's it it can be by no means an easy game. Mm-hmm. It can be as easy or as hard as you want it to be. Yeah. I think I think even with like using the costumes and stuff like that, it still gets pretty challenging. At least at least uh, the levels that I played, and that's just like the second level set. But. Absolutely. Oh, just one more thing. <clears throat> um, you will need to listen to the songs when you're playing the reverse to try to get the dogs because they bark when you're close to them. Yeah. <laughs> and it really True. helps to be able to hear them. Yeah. Because some, yeah, sometimes they're yeah, in the so, background. You know, foreground. listen to your podcast when you're playing the front way and 
<laughs> listen to the music listen to this while you're, you're playing backwards. It, yeah. Well, did, is there anything else you guys wanted to say about uh, about games? Did you have any controller updates this week, John? Anything like that? Not this week. No, I was going to actually call Nintendo again um, before the show, but, but we're actually recording this a day early. So I don't have any updates this week. Yeah, if anything happens Wednesday or Thursday, we'll have to talk about it next week. Yeah, we are we are recording earlier uh, this week, but yeah, if there's uh if that's what we have, why don't we take a break and then we'll come back and talk about news? Sounds good. All right. Maniacs, would you like to get some bonus content from your friends at Nintendo Main Podcast? Well, if you go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast, you could do that very thing. For $5 a month, you can hear some extra bonus stuff, which we are going to call Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. Here's a taste right here. I played it so much that I had to put it in my fridge because it got too hot. I just okay. remember him like saying that. Wow. I, that still sticks with me. Like, yeah, I've heard. I that. still like. I still like think of that kid, and I'm like, fuck you. Even though he was just like an eight year old <laughs> kid, when he said that. But like, it's like, fuck you, man. I've never played it so long that it got hot enough. I had to put it in my fridge. So yeah, I'm I'm dr- just drunk enough to throw shade at this kid in his fourth grade. He's he's an adult now. I'm sure he's an, a nice guy, but look him um, up on yeah. Facebook and send him. That's what we're saying. <laughs> So, uh, let's talk about the news for this week, or, well, maybe the fake news for this week. So, we're recording this April 2nd. You guys are hearing this. We'll hear this, like, at the end of the week or whatever. Anyway, uh, April April Fool's Day has come and passed. And, of course, you know, Thank God. there's all sorts of fun. I don't like April Fool's at all. I, I like I like some of the fake uh, the the funny news stuff that come out of it. I mean, I still like you remember like I like the old IGN stuff like the um the Virtual Boy Game Boy Advance. Like that was one that I actually believed when when mm. it came out and didn't even realize what day it was because that was around the time when Nintendo was making some really bad decisions and I thought that that was a real thing. So, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, maybe they did that." I think that was like back Pac-Man Verse year or whatever, which was a cool game, but shouldn't have been a headliner. My favorite thing will always be Lame Pro Magazine, which for those of you who subscribe to Game Pro, you know that every April, Game Pro had a whole section, a couple pages with uh, with parodies and stuff. Yeah, I always thought that was a lot of fun. It was the yeah, it was the Virtual Boy for me, and the um, I know Jeremy remembers this the uh, the Arcade Stick Advanced, like that that was hilarious to me. Oh, I forgot about that. It's like, it's basically like a giant arcade stick. That's like this big, like the size of like 
two it's of, like the two of, battalion thing. It's like two of me, and then you put your Game Boy in the middle of it, and you play arcade <laughs> games with it. It was so amazing. Like that. That was so hilarious to me. Like the arcade stick advance was like, yeah, that was great because it's it made it like so not portable. Oh yeah, and there was also the gun one, the uh, the light gun advance, where like the gun was bigger than the screen of the Game uh-huh. Boy, and it showed them just pointing at it and like the front of the gun. See, those were the glory days. But it was like... so dumb and amazing. It felt like everything about the Switch this year was the same exact joke, just like a different variation of it. Yeah, I mean, this, like, IGN did a, did like a fake direct that was just like everything's on the Switch, you know? Which is the joke of, of yeah. the year. Yeah, the which is like, that's not really, I mean, they can't really outdo it. It's kind of true. Yeah, but they, I mean, they, they did one where it's like, oh, it's like, oh, the CDI Zelda games are going to be on here, and like every Zelda game, you know, and, and including those, Wait, and like Wayne Knight's erotic pinball. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was one. That was too. pretty funny. I'd play that game. And uh, and what was it? Uh, well, Tender's coming to the Switch, and then uh, it was like Taco Bell versus Burger King, or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, there was a bunch of weird shit in there that I just it just kept going, and I was like, I don't know. I like the more intense are. snaps. I thought that was amusing. Yeah, like he kept snapping more and more intensely. Yeah, until he like practically fainted from snapping, yeah. like the main guy did. Yeah, and they did it like very much where he was talking in Japanese, and then it had like the the English over him, like they would, you know, like they wouldn't regular direct. But but yeah, it started off like just being like, here's all these Zelda games, and it's like, and here's all these games, and like here's Super Mario World, and here's uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, and mm. blah, blah blah, everything else under the sun. So. Once they showed, I laughed the hardest. Yeah, seeing like the dating apps on there, and then the the porn apps. There's Braz. They showed Brazzers on there, but it was like something versus Brazzers Taco Bell. game. And then there was like the Nintendo Switch emulation or something like that, or it was like virtual Nintendo Switch or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. They, they, went, they showed they went so fast that it was hard to catch all of them. But I I knew it was fake because I mean. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, actually, did did you guys? They had keep... a lot of Photoshop fun making that. Yeah, <laughs> that, that thing. Oh sure. Did you guys actually? Probably one of my favorite ones. I think was. Uh, did you guys catch a Splatoon Island? Did you see that one? I saw that. Yeah, it was almost like Dead or yep. Alive Beach Volleyball, right? No so Splatoon. No Splatoon like... Island was like it, it was kind of like Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, but like meet Splatoon characters, mm-hmm. and it's like a mobile app. But the coolest thing is that there's like this boat splatoon game where you're like in these boats like on the water and you're shooting each other and you're jumping from one boat to another and like yeah. there's ink on the boat and you're like refilling in the it actually looked really cool like it looked like a real game you know like it was 3d and you were like jumping from boat to boat and shooting other boats and yeah like like some of the animation was really good and yeah you could have relationships like one one splatoon character like a squid girl like or squid boy proposed to squid girl and like and you could like buy different outfits and stuff, and like you were in a hotel, like by the beach or whatever, and you could hang out and yeah, Squid uh, <laughs> Splatoon Island. That one was pretty funny, and I like I like the Square Kirby as well. If you saw if you saw any yeah, of those, that was a Japanese Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> where Kirby was a square instead of a circle. There was a couple. There was an there was a Yakuza RPG, like a Yakuza turn based RPG. Like that one was funny. It basically lo- it looked a lot like Persona, but with the Yakuza characters. I was like, I'd, I'd play that game too. And uh, what was it? Uh, Game Explain. They did. Um, they did a video of uh, Captain Falcon Space Adventure, which that's a game oh. that I would totally play if it was real. <laughs> it's just it's like a really janky video of like uh, of Captain Falcon getting in getting in his F Zero car, and then he gets a call from from Fox, and then he flies away. <laughs> and that's basically what it, it looks is. like a three DS game. It looks 
It looks bad. Like, it looks bad even for, no. like, a... I mean, the animation is just really weird, and the way that Captain Falcon moves just doesn't look right. <laughs> but it's like... Right. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious that all of it... I mean, anything that we saw on April 1st was obviously a joke, but... Was there anything that got you, at least for, yes. like, a second? Yes. What, what was it? You? I saw Rare Replay, and I believed it for just a second. Oh, yeah, Same, yeah. same with me. That yeah. was the first April Fool's thing that I saw, and it got me for just a second. Just, I mean, the timing of it, you know, like a week after Cuphead was announced. Yep, exactly. Right. So that was that was a perfectly staged prank. I think like right. that was the best one that I saw. I would agree. I was already ready to hop on the Slack and be like, "All right, now we have zero reason to ever get an Xbox." Yeah, me too. And then I saw like it was a Facebook post, and I saw there was like laughing emojis at the bottom. I'm like, "Oh no, mm. I'm an idiot." I, I saw the website was. Vux. I didn't even think com, about Yeah, I didn't even think about Goldeneye, you know, because I was just like consumed by the thought of Microsoft's just wants to put everything on the Switch now. Yeah, and it did say, yeah, it said that they'd have a full on Goldeneye on there, which just isn't possible because of licensing and all that. So that that's kind of what gave it away that it wasn't real, like when the you know saying that Goldeneye would be on there. After that, I didn't trust anything I read. You shouldn't have trusted anything from the beginning. <laughs> well, it showed up the day before because it was. Um, you know, it was posted in Europe or something like somebody that was ahead of us in the time zones. Mm-hmm. So it was actually March 31st that I saw that article and believed it. Yeah, I saw some stuff. Yeah, I saw some stuff starting to happen like that night, like March 31st, already things coming out. I forgot that April Fool's Day existed for a minute. And then I was just scrolling through Facebook and I, I don't even know what post I saw that made me realize that the internet was just going to be a shithole. Yep. So I just did not use the internet yesterday. Yeah. It's always, it's like, disapp- I don't know. I get more disappointed than like find humor in it because mm. I'm too gullible. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I always just, I just figure everything is, there's, there's just going to be no news. I thought of the Zelda movie that, that trailer that IGN released. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That was probably the and best that, one they ever classic. did. That yeah. duped me back in the day, at least. Shit. I mean, that was before there were a whole lot of, videos online so it seemed pretty legit to me sure it looks You're good. right that was the first thing for me that i realized like okay ign's got some like real money because it looked like a pretty good it was good production it value like a studio movie but it looked yeah. almost there i mean it had like a giant spider in it and like right. uh, supposedly and, they dropped like yeah. 30 grand on that according to a retronauts episode yeah and, and ganon like has like a fire sword and all i mean it's like you know they had some they put some money in there for it. I think that was around the time that they got bought by Fox. They were owned by News Corporation for a while. And so maybe that was some Fox money coming in. Oh, I didn't know but, they were, yeah. I didn't know they were owned by them. For a while, yeah. Mm. So Dunkey, you know, uh YouTube YouTube celebrity, probably uh, the first video I ever saw about Undertale, which got me to check the game out in the first place, so I always have to give him credit. Um he did one that was like an Xbox one direct but it was like structured like a nintendo direct with the same music and stuff mm. it's pretty funny because he keeps like announcing all these old xbox games and then he'll be like available this august on playstation 4 and not- so he's just making everything for xbox like on other systems in his direct so mm. it's pretty it's I'm, kind of a funny like other side of the coin <laughs> that's kind of what they're doing uh-huh so uh this is actual real news um here is the news i promise you it's the news so tetris 99 just got a new update Really, yeah. just now? Um, yes. Yeah, I put it. I threw that on the just a second. Yeah, like like right about hot off the press. 
Um, Breaking ver- news. Version 1.2.0 adds a new online disclaimer message and a low and hard drop sensitivity settings. And a new windscreen. Low screen. and hard drop sensitivity sense. So maybe that's mm. maybe that's way their way around the whole debacle with the um with the pro drops. controller. Yeah. Maybe so. So I think I guess the sensitivity would be like you like it I think I feel like they're trying to make it to where it won't accidentally happen now. Like now you have to full on press it hard for it to, to work. So that would be a test mm-hmm. that you you know that that we should well, one of you guys should run after we're done recording this. Definitely. See, see if it's helped at all. We'll, we'll, we'll report on it next week, of course. Yeah, and it's a, there's a new windscreen, so it shows Tetris Maximus. It has a screen when you went at the end. Uh-huh. I, I put it in the, the online thing or on the Slack here. You can go to it. Yeah. Because it happened like right after we started recording. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, so hot the, uh, well, there was also a Smash Brothers update coming too. So I wonder if that went live mm. as well. There was also, there was that, um, there's some new NES games announced right before we that started. Just happened not, yeah, just right before we. Were yeah, playing. that's we can mm-hmm. just continue with some more news stuff. We don't need to talk about April Fools anymore. Um, but yeah, no, the um, the hardest, most meanest Mario Brothers game ever will be available on the NES on the 10th next week of April. I'm so talking, all the Mario games will be on the Switch. Yeah, I'm talking about the all uh, the, the Lost Levels. Yeah, Mario Brothers Two, yeah. the original. So that's got to be well. That's a Japanese import because there isn't an American version of it. So, so ooh, it was hard. Yeah. Well. Ooh. Yeah. No, it's. I never passed that level where you where it was just the trampolines, and you oh, had to like. Oh, it was so hard, and the wind. Yeah, I, and the wind, and you had to land uh, on like one block. One block. That fucking block. No, God, I mean, it was yep. hard. Well, you only. I couldn't even get past the first set of levels. So I mean, I'm not anywhere near but my my roommate nick uh, he uh played it all the time he actually beat it enough times to get to the extra levels at the end like you have to beat it like nine times and you get like this extra set of levels that is way stupider harder than everything else and it's like a through f like or something like that it's like a1 a2 whatever we made it pretty it's, far uh, but i don't yeah. i don't know if we ever beat it yeah but i, I do remember that yeah. level you're talking about john yeah. oh yeah no yeah I mean, yeah, and also that, you know there's an SP coming for that. Well, the, there's going to be. I, I was going to say I'm going to predict oh, it. Oh wow! I'm going to say I'm going to predict it now that I think there's going to be Mario Two SP where it starts you with that fucking A through F level <laughs> where you've beaten it eight times. Like that's what they're going to give you. That I'm predicting it right now. Buy me like a sandwich or something if uh, if I end up. Have they put lost like sandwiches? On, uh, the Japanese uh, <laughs> version yet? Did they put that game on the Japanese one yet? Japanese Mario 2? No. Okay. So it's probably coming out on the Famicom as well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what'll be on the Famicom. That's that one we kind of check as it comes, but I haven't seen any news about that. But yeah, uh, Super Mario so Super Mario Brothers 2, the real Super Mario Brothers 2. Um Punch-Out will be on there and uh what was the other one? It was a space shooting game Star which Soldier. Star yeah. Soldier, yeah. There's a game I've never played that I could try out yeah, and play I've never on there that for either. free. And uh well, speaking of free stuff, uh I don't know if you guys, if you know, if you have Amazon Prime, you get Twitch Prime, and with Twitch Prime, you can get a free year of uh, Nintendo Online service. I did it. My uh, my whole thing got extended for a year, and it was so it's like no money. Twenty one now or something. Yeah, it was supposed. To, I think it was supposed to go up in May, but now it's like May of twenty twenty is when it goes up. So, yeah, they added added a year to it, or maybe it's like June, September of twenty twenty. Yeah, something like that. No, it's cool. Like I went through and did it, and it totally worked. And I got a free year 
out of that, so I don't gotta wow. play. Don't don't gotta pay no twenty dollars for for more NES games. After you this, almost so. covered the whole life of the Switch with uh, your online membership. Oh, oh, they'll be around for longer than that. <laughs> I mean, the original Switch. The original. Oh, you talk about the yeah before the remodels and all that. I still don't believe that's happening, but we'll see. We talked about that last week, but uh, there's a so there's some more on the on the topic of that. Do you want to talk about the rumors? Xbox Nintendo PlayStation Xbox Grand Prix rumors. Let's do some rumors. Have to go with that. So I got a new idea for for these rumors. You know, we hear rumors a lot. I think maybe we should vote on each one. We should say, is it true or false? Okay. First one. Nintendo is reconsidering making its own phone. No. N- nope. Yeah. I mean, Ser- so or, I think. Or what is it? Oh, no. <laughs> Isn't that what you're supposed <laughs> <Yes>. to say? <laughs> it, that's what it looks like. It sounds like, uh, yeah, like when we I did, think- it's like when we did that first episode with Martin from uh, N64 today, like when John left, and it's like, <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. <laughs> that's yeah, what you- I was thinking. I would throw in some sound bites, maybe yeah. like, you know, Mario Ono and. Let's go, whatever. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, Nintendo reconsidering making making its own phone. I don't think this, this is not actually happening nope. th- that they're going to make their own phone. But I think I think there are discussions, and here's why: because they want to make the Switch a, a you know a truly portable system in 2019, and to have a portable system in 2019, you need to have you need to be connected. And relying on you know your phone, whatever, to get online um, with hotspots and stuff, it's not the best way. I think that maybe they're not going to make it up. It's not going to be a phone first. They're never going to make a phone first system. Yeah. Well, that's just like but yeah, a that's... switch with built-in cellular, like the way that an iPad sometimes comes with built-in cellular. Mm, yeah, maybe Possibly. maybe that's maybe that's the what pro. about like what about those e-readers? You can buy those uh there was e-readers that you could buy that had built-in cellular, but you didn't have to pay a membership for it because it used so little data it just had it in there hmm. i think it was on i think it was uh are you talking I don't about for which game? one it was it was one of the e-readers i can't remember if it's the amazon one or the uh or the the barnes and noble one the e-readers like the game boy advance ones no the no the actual books. e-readers like oh okay yeah that had built-in cellular uh, and so you could go Kindle? to like wikipedia on them like whenever you wanted to as long as you could pick up a 3g signal and you didn't pay a monthly fee, it mm. just had permanent 3G on it. No, mine's different. I have yeah. a Kindle, and you can connect to Wi-Fi, but it, you don't have it all the time. Yeah. So maybe it's it was a, the But milk. it's like an e-paper display. Well, I think, they were, I think there were some Vitas that had that too, though, right? Like, wasn't there a PlayStation? I don't know. I, I feel like the whole idea of Nintendo making a phone just goes against like what they've always been for. But then again, I mean, they're doing all sorts of things they don't normally do. But, but I, I think, think it'll be a game... Game system first, but imagine like I don't want I don't your, want your new remodeled switch or whatever or whatever else is coming down the pipeline. You know, the primary purpose is to connect online to play games, but you could turn it on its side and do a call if you wanted to. It'll be the inverse of basically how okay. is now, right? What was that? The I, think, I possibly. I think I think the the talk is certainly going on. The 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 rumor was that Nintendo is reconsidering. Oh not no, the end gauge. The end gauge. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, or like the end gauge. Yeah. This just make me think of. Yeah, I don't want my Switch to be a phone too. I, I just, I don't want it to stop playing whenever a call from my my area code from my hometown happens, like another scam. It was call. Captain Picard's favorite system, though. 
Engage. Yeah. I got that joke. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's, I mean, that could be a variation of, maybe that's the pro version is the one that has a built-in internet. I don't know. You might be onto something, John, just because Nintendo is so far behind the curve. Like, that's, like Trey was saying, that was thrown into, there's a model of Vita that had that. Yeah. Right. So it's been done before, but it wasn't done at the right time. But now if Nintendo threw, like I was saying earlier, like a 3G or something in there, something real, like where it could still handle the data, but it would be a lower connection. The thing is, we're about to get hit like 5G. So. Yeah. Yeah. So the Nintendo, so the Nintendo Switch 3G version. As like optimize it in (laughs) such a way that it's like super cheap to do. Like maybe it's like. Maybe you could actually fall into your Nintendo Online subscription fee or whatever that you had a permanent 3G connection on it. That would right. be badass. Right. With everything going digital and all of the games are, every game is sold online now. The worst thing is that you're out with your Switch and you can't buy a game. You want to buy a game, but you can't find a connection, whatever. So they're going to do everything that they can to make sure that you are always online. I, I think that it's certainly being talked about. So I vote. Let's go. <laughs> you, you vote Let's go. Yeah. On I mean, their own phone, I say, oh no. Oh no. Yeah. I don't want my Switch to be a phone. I want it to be a Switch. My phone is the thing that I set down with its face down while I play Switch because I don't want to look at it. My phone is the thing I try to avoid most of the time. Yeah. But I think yeah. a Nintendo phone could say, like, when someone tries to call, it would say, I'm sorry. I can't answer the phone right now. He's playing a game. If you could, yeah. if you could put that in there, <laughs> have it ignore where it just. I guess, I guess there's like there's that on the on the Apple already. But what else do we have for for rumors? So next rumor: Spanish retailer their display shows Super Mario Maker Two releasing June twenty first. Somebody posted this on Reddit, a picture in Spain of a retailer with an ad saying. The game's coming out on June twenty first. When is the when is E three? Is that the first E3 week is of June? June eleventh to thirteenth. Okay. And the game was supposed to come out in June, so I think absolutely plausible. Yes. I mean, it's believable, yeah, because they already said it's coming out in June. And what what day is the twenty first? Is that a Friday? Because because uh, it's, it's not a Friday, then it's not real. June twenty first is a hold on. I I got it. I got it pulled up. It is, is it? it is a Friday. It's the third. Friday. It's the third Friday of January or June. January. Even if it was fabricated, I think someone would have to check that. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, wonder about this. So what? What is it? There's not anything to do with the fiscal year in this regard. Well, and I mean, they're saying, not saying June thirty. How, June has thirty days, right? It's not a 30, thirty days. Have September, April, June, and November. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is like there is a ten percent chance this is right, right? Because it it's going to be the end fast. of June. It's going to be after E three. Well, it's one. It'll be a week. It'll be a week in June. They already said it was in June, so yeah. it's either in the beginning or the end. I mean, I, I, it's plausible. Like I said, and I think it'll be post E three. So after yeah. June twenty, I think it'll be post E three. Yeah. Well, the twenty first is after, so they would have already shown it. And yeah, no. So let's I, take it down totally a little and say, what's the Friday during E three? Uh, actually, the thirteenth. Actually, E three is is like Tuesday through Thursday. It's actually not on the weekend, which I thought was cool. Uh, the Friday after the E three is the fourteenth. Hmm. Do you think that's what it would be? Well, I kind of thought they might release it so that you can play it, you know, like, because they'll have Treehouse playing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I figured that they might want to release it so that you could also be playing it, like, with, you know, not with Treehouse people, but, like, 
at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Are you saying that? Yeah, my initial thought was it would come out like the week before E3 or something. And then, you know, that way they could focus more of their time on, on, whatever new game they're going to announce or, or you know, things that are coming out. It really you know, just depends out. on if they are, it's going to be like, if they are going to announce something new that's playable, mm. that they have like playable versions of, yeah. then they'll be playing that new thing. But if they don't have anything in the pipeline that they have a playable version of, then they're going to be playing Mario Maker the whole time. Yeah. I mean, that, like what yeah. else would they be playing right now? Well, I mean, like I was, I mean, I was kind of thinking that Animal Crossing would be unveiled at E3 and maybe playable, unless that's later. I don't know. Really, I don't think we're ever going to get a full any Nintendo release revealed and then playable that day. That just doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I mean, do you guys think that Super Mario Maker could Maker Two could maybe uh, be it's an available today thing? No, probably not because they want nope. pre, they want pre sales and all that. It's too it's too big that. for that. Well, they won't do it I for think, a sixty dollar game. Be, Featured at E3 for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. If E3 were, had been happening on a Friday, I would have picked that Friday of E3. But since it's during the week, the 21st is a good guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I say let's go for that one. That could be true. I mean, it's not really I say that. let's go. Me too. <laughs> and also, yeah, so like the next one, uh, Wario 64, apparently Best Buy is having its own... Uh, Nintendo Direct, or some dude, <laughs> or some dude from Best Buy is doing that, like uh, leaking. Buy is, someone's gonna get fired over there. <laughs> leaking a bunch of images, maybe, but something uh-huh. like just doesn't make any sense. So, like, well, I guess they could kind of. So, what Best Buy leaks image of a uh, Joker's Smash render? I mean, we already saw his render kind of in one of the uh, directs. Also, there's they're doing that. There's that um, Persona concert coming up, like on the 25th. That's where they're gonna tell more stuff about the Royal. The Persona, which everybody thinks it's going to be Persona Switch. I don't know. But more interesting than that, uh, Best Buy is saying that there's a Metroid Prime trilogy and Zelda Link to the Past for Switch. Now, do you think that's... A Link to the Past. Do you think that's going to be a remake of Link to the Past, like like Link's Awakening is what they're... Like, I don't feel like they would... Link's to the Past. But not... It's called... <laughs> No, it's not. A I sequel. don't know. I think maybe it's Link Between Worlds. No, no but it's, it, not a, it's not a remake. It's not a remake, but it's, it's a, a fucking brother. It's a sequel to it. I know it's a it's a direct sequel, but Link Link is in it. <laughs> the, the Link from Link to the Past is in it, and he's old. He's an old man. But it's really, I mean, like it's the same map. Yeah, but it's not a remake. Just, it's a sequel. What, whatever we how what, however yeah. we stand. Yeah. I think it's too soon for them to revisit that. Yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't, don't see, see it happening. Yeah, I don't see why they would, because like Link's Link's Awakening doesn't even have a release date yet, or like any. I don't feel like they would be pumping that other one out if they had another one. Now, that's are like they a real remake or whatever? Virtual console on the Switch? No, that's a different story. Yeah, or maybe that. Yeah, and that's what maybe that's one of the flagship titles that's going to come out at yeah. the beginning of, of. But but that's, that's weird. the only way I can see that being a thing. I don't think a, a new. Or, you know, I don't know why they would do a remake why of Link they... to the Past instead of Skyward Sword. But because yeah, no know. one wants a remake of Skyward Sword, that's why. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, I know. I mean, know some people. I don't not know. Not on why. a Switch. Yeah, not on. No, just let that one lie. Just let it be dead. Um, because the motion control wouldn't, wouldn't probably work that well. But but the weird thing is, like, why would if they were like re-releasing Zelda as a virtual console thing or whatever, Best Buy wouldn't have it. Yeah. It, would be, it would be yeah, online. online. It would be online. You know, it's like they wouldn't have a cartridge of it. Like that's unless they've got yeah. like a 
promotion pack for whenever. Or unless it's like a they sell a card, com- like but, you know, yeah. you can buy the subscription at Best Buy, and that's this summer they're adding Super Nintendo games, and that'll be included on the card that you buy. Or I think a Link to the right. Past still looks so good, and it is so playable on so many yeah. other systems that, that there's no reason to do it. I feel like if it was going to come to Switch, it would come through the through the NES flicks, right? Yeah, and that like the makes Super way Nintendo. more sense. Same. Whatever, Same. I, I don't believe it. I say no, and and I'm kind of tired oh, of seeing. No. I, oh no! Yeah, I'm kind of tired of seeing Metroid Prime trilogy rumors. I think that should be put to rest too, because uh, who cares? I mean, those games are great, but I can play them on. Other I systems. think that they will come to the Switch eventually. Well, they have to remake the whole. They have but to I do re- wonder about how corruption would work. Well, they would. Well, all of them. Mm. The, I mean, they would have to remake the entire game because Metroid Prime trilogy is made for the Wii, and you play all of it with pointer controls. So they have to rework the entire game for dual analog sticks, which none of the Metroids were made for that. So I just don't feel like Nintendo would do that, like, just to re-release a... You're right. I did, that just doesn't make sense for them to do that, you know. I think it's just, like, fanboy jibber-jabber is what I think from that. So, yeah. And that's that's the rumors that we had, right, for that? Yep. That's, oh, that. that's that. All right. Well, let's get to some more real news. I, I think my favorite news of the week uh mario and sonic at the olympics on switch finally man i've been waiting <laughs> your favorite news eh? oh, you i've been waiting wait. for that game man. is this still april fools no <laughs> well those games sell well i don't know i played i played one of the original ones on wii it's a bunch of mini games based on you know olympic events it's kind of fun whatever but at least it let me know that uh the olympics will be in tokyo next year so i didn't know that now i do because of that there was one guy on uh, the NVC chat forum thing on Facebook that was like so fucking psyched about yes. Mario and Sonic. He was like, yes, Ooh. I didn't know if they were going to make it and I can't wait to buy it. I love these games. Well, hey, more power so to So that him. one there's, guy is having There's the that guy week. they made the game for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, people He's are gonna probably... buy it. He's going to buy five copies and give them out at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, mean... just, I, I don't know if I can ever forgive that game because for the longest time, we all wanted Mario and Sonic to face off head to head in some kind of battle, whatever. And then that they was do. the first it's Smash game Brothers. that came out where they met up, and it undercut Super Smash Brothers Brawl by like a matter of a couple of months. I think and I thought like, it was like a year. Uh, was it? Was it a year? No, I, it was a short time. I, I felt like it, it was, was like pretty early in the in the Wii life cycle. But I, but I mean, don't quote me on that. I'm just, wouldn't that have been just so much better if Brawl was the first one where they met head to head, not the stupid Olympics game? Yeah, that, that, that was such a weird. And it was also like, you know, all of a sudden Mario could run as fast as Sonic. It's like Sonic couldn't run that fast anymore. Because they do those relays and everybody's all the same speed in that game. So, I don't know. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. No, on the same subject, though, uh, somebody noticed that there was a PS4 controller in the trailer for Mario and Sonic. Just in the background <laughs> or somebody's using it? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. So, let's see. Here's this article. This is from my Nintendo News. PS4 controller spotted in Nintendo trailer for Mario and Sonic. And I haven't watched it yet myself, but let's see. Yeah, it says it's in development for multiple consoles, so including the PlayStation 4, uh, sorry, the Olympic, not, not Mario, obviously, but Sonic, Sega has the Olympic Games license, so they're doing Olympic Games for all the, all the consoles. Oh, okay. And somehow, uh, because this, the PlayStation 4 controller slipped in to the <laughs> Nintendo well, you can make only it, game. Yep. I mean, there's like adapters you can use to actually make your PS4 a 
play a, a controller on the Switch. So maybe somebody did that. The original Mario and Sonic at the Olympics was uh, 2007, and uh, pretty early. And so, and Super and the Super Smash Brothers Brawl was 2008. So it was it was a year ahead of that. Still it hurts. Yeah. I'll never yeah. forgive them. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's there's that. Um, we already talked about the NES games. Uh, there's some new Sega Ages games coming out. Just to go through it really quick. Uh, I don't. The only one I recognize is Shinobi. It's like Itch, Itchy Dot R Shinobi G Lock Air Battle Fantasy Zone. I recognize that one. Herzog Sway. Herzog's Why. I like a, I had Wonder, a friend Wonder Boy in Monsterland. I like that was games. one of the best games ever. Herzog's Herzog's Why. Why. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, they'll all be on there, and I love those Sega Ages games. So I'm, I'm oh. into it. Bring more of them. And Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy games are great. So I like seeing that on there. Uh, we talked about Samurai Showdown last week, but it looks like it's going to have a collection. So coming out to Switch, that's cool. All the Samurai Showdown games through Samurai Showdown 5's special. Okay. So six games. All right. Yeah, I mean, they've. I, I feel like they did. I mean, they did the same thing for the Wii. So we've. Uh, they're just kind of doing SNKs, doing a lot of other stuff again. I'm more excited about the new new Samurai Showdown, but if you need to catch up. They're on there. Yeah, there was some uh, Cyber Shadows, the Yacht Club game, right? Yeah, more yeah. ninja stuff. Yeah, it basically looks a lot like The Messenger. That's what I saw of it. But That's not, exactly what I thought. But not like, probably not as funny <laughs> or like has as great of a shopkeeper. I don't mm-hmm. know. Or maybe less like Metroidvania and more like level by level. That's kind of what I gathered from it. It, it looks like it's also inspired by Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Like they both branched off from the same source. Mm-hmm. I mean, people seem to like it. I don't know. It's uh, it's on a maybe for me. The next one was uh, the next one on our list was something I was actually interested in before another game showed up to release on that same day. But let's talk about this one first. So, Shadowgate, the um, the point and click adventure for the NES. Uh, Jeremy and I talked about this long, long time ago on the show, back when we were oh. talking about Deja Vu yep. and Shadowgate. Kimco. But uh, yeah, no, I saw Shadowgate. Actually, I saw it on the eShop, and I was like. Because it was all 3D, and I thought maybe it was Shadowgate 64, which I, I played that game too. But uh, but no, it's a remake of the original Shadowgate, releasing next Thursday. I was kind of intrigued by it. It's uh, I think it's coming out for like uh, it's it's under 20. But uh, yeah, no, I mean that was that. Yeah, there's a game where you get through that mansion and you can uh, use the sword on yourself and kill yourself and all that fun stuff. It's it's very very basic uh, point and click stuff. But the original one was cool. I don't know. I'm Another interested in that one. Kickstarter success story. Oh, it was a Kickstarter? I think, actually, what I think is the most interesting about that week, though, uh, Hellblade, you remember that game was announced on a at a Direct a long time ago. That's the one with the female lead that's dealing with, like, uh, mental issues and all that. Like, it's supposedly really good. Like, the uh, the person who did the um, motion capture for it, like, won an award that year for uh, best performance, like, through Game Awards and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, Hellblade's coming out on the the 11th of of uh, April next week. It's releasing for 29.99 and that's actually cheaper than how much it is for PS4 right now, which I think is awesome. The Switch tax has been thwarted finally for one game. So there you go. <laughs> no, I was looking it up. Uh, it's actually selling for 36.99 on Amazon right now for PlayStation 4. So that's like $7 less. Way to go. Way to go Hellblade. Nice. Uh I'm I'm interested in that game. I don't I don't really know much about it, but I'm interested in looking in more more of it, but yeah, it's it's due out on Labo Week as well, you know, with the with everything else with all with all that shit. So, and though I feel like the people who are interested in Hellblade probably aren't interested in Labo, but yeah, they're both coming out back to back. 
I was a friend of the show, uh, Kevin, he'll, Kevin Fair. He'll be at MGC, which Jeremy and I will be there as well. I was hoping that Kevin would get the full-on Labo thing for his, like, I play games area. So we could try it out there. But And I asked him about it, but I haven't heard back yet. But, yeah. Um, what else do we got? A Bulletstorm. That's a PS3 game that's getting that's getting released for the Switch. Duke of Switch edition. Yeah. You can have Duke Nukem. <laughs> well, I don't know why they want to put Duke's name on there. After a, after the Duke Nukem Forever fiasco, I don't, I don't think you'd want to be associated with that. But It's been a few years. Duke can make a comeback now. As long as he uh, is less like sexist and stupid, like he was in Duke Nukem Forever. I mean, that game was awful. I think I, I think I got it for like five dollars or something. I don't know. Bulletstorm got a lot of good reviews for what it is, and uh, people enjoyed it. I don't know. I'm I'm curious about it. The next game I'm pretty excited about Super came out blood, of nowhere. Super I, Blood I heard Hockey of it until a couple days ago. It's called Super Blood Hockey, and it's basically NES ice hockey with loads of pixelated blood. Well, there you go. So that's for me. If it's ten bucks, I'm in. If it plays as well as the hockey game, but with blood, then. But I'm I'm not convinced that it'll play as well as the hockey game as the as the NES one. But there's even locker room stuff. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, it's 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 actually been out on uh, on Steam, and there's a little bit of a following behind it. So it must be a pretty good game. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't. I don't think it's appeared on the eShop yet, like for price and all that. It looks interesting. Or, or dates, but yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of like hockey. Maybe when it comes around, I'll be I'll be interested in it. As far as releases this week, though, what was it? Um, Darksiders came out. Darksiders one, which I I recommend. I think it's an excellent game. I played through all of it on PS3. It's a shame that there's not a demo for it because the the I, on the PlayStation three one you could download the entire first dungeon as a demo and play through all of it like bad, like boss included, which I thought was awesome. So it really gave you the feel of it, but it's very much Zelda except, you know, with one of the horsemen of the apocalypse and you're basically dealing with that shit with the end of the world. But that's a, uh, that game's really cool. Also, there's another one that I think is worth mentioning that's coming out soon. It's uh, I just want to make sure to look at the name because the name's kind of weird. Uh, Mech Extermination Force. It's like a 2D, it's basically a 2D boss rush game where you fight giant robots. It's made by the same guy who did all the Gunman Clive games for 3DS, which okay. were which were like those hand-drawn uh, Western-y type games. Those were on the Switch, too. Yeah, yeah, no, they actually released them for the Switch for like $4 or something like that. It's so cheap. You get like the whole collection. But yeah, the same guy did this, and uh, it looks kind of cool. It's like eleven ninety nine uh, 2D, and you're just fighting giant giant robots. Like, it, it also... It kind of looked like Contra E from what I saw of it, you know, like jumping around, uh, hanging on missiles, shooting stuff. Those type of old fun action games. Those are like my two picks of the week, I think. There, my lock of the week. What else? What else do we got? Uh, what do you guys? Uh, what else do we have here in the news, John? I feel like I've talked enough. Sure. Yeah, uh, we got some hands-on impressions from not our. We didn't try them, but. Uh, there's been some good impressions of Mortal Kombat 11 and Streets of Rage 4. At PAX, so that's encouraging. At PAX East, right? People have played at it PAX there. East, yeah. Yeah, I've heard it's very smooth. Actually, on the flip side, uh, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, had had the uh, had the other other way around. Uh, people are not into that. Uh, from what I've heard, it's not. It was not running well at all at uh, at at the PAX East. It was all the controls were super delayed, and it was uh, like a 
yeah, the frame rate was not there either. There were so, a lot of apologists on Facebook who were like, it's going to be better. It won't be like this. Well, They're yeah, they use right. their feedback to make it better. Yeah. And there was a response from the publisher who, who said that not it wasn't going to be optimized yeah. for Switch and nobody should worry. But at the same time, it's not ready. Like maybe don't show it. To yeah. Why would people. you, why would you show it if it wasn't, if it was unplayable? Cause like, yeah. from what I read from, uh, from uh, Nadia of, of US Gamer, she was saying that it's, was completely unplayable and she wants it to be good. She's a big fan of, uh, Metroidvania games and, and it's like, yeah, why would you even have that, have it there if it's not going to play well? Yeah. Cause people are going to talk shit about it. Yeah. So, right. But on, but on the flip side, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is smooth as butter. So, uh, it's just, yeah. And and it's like small things really, they've really done to crimson, but <laughs> crimson, crimson blood, blood. yeah. And that one's coming out in a in a couple weeks. They've announced uh, they announced a new character for that too, uh, a goddess, goddess of the wind, which I thought was cool. Cetrion, Cetrion, yeah. So more fun stuff. I'm I'm totally in on Mortal Kombat 11, and uh, Johnny Cage just got announced to be at Midwest Gaming Classic, which Jeremy and I are going to. He was there last year, oh, but he'll be there. Can get his autograph? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, Streets of Rage Four is playing well as well, right? Uh, that yeah, I got a positive uh, write up from Kotaku. They said it's coming along nicely. So mm-hmm. yeah, do you want encouraged by it? Do you want to take this Nintendo uh, announcement here, John? About the I guess it's kind of Nintendo now that Sega's pretty much Nintendo's almost second party. I mean, they put a lot of their shit on the system. Sega, yeah, Sega, Nintendo. You know, come on, we all we all know there's there's a brotherhood there going on. There's it's it's the same. All right. So, uh, yeah, Sega unveils the new and improved Genesis Mini. I'm very excited for this. Uh, because when they revealed that stupid At Games 1 and all the poor reviews came out, it was just, uh, you, you could hear everybody's, all the Sega fanboys' hearts breaking. At once. That was the yeah. one that, that only ran through the, uh, you know, the standard uh, analog jacks, right? It wasn't HD. Yeah, and it had... The worst part for me was it had the At Games logo just emblazoned on the on the front of it. I'm like right there That's on right. the console. It said uh-huh. At Games in huge letters, like that from the start said this is crap. You know they didn't even bother to just have a identical uh, model to the Genesis. Mm-hmm. But that's old news now. We got a new one coming from uh, Sega and M2, the makers of the oh I know M2 the Sega Ages series. M2 is great. No, the M2 is yeah. very good at porting things. Yeah, they did. They've done a lot of great things. Like that, those guys are awesome. So yeah, no, I from what I've heard, all the previous Sega minis that came out just suck. They're just awful. I thought about getting one for the bar that I work right. at, but everything was just reviewed so badly that I just couldn't, in good conscience, get it. Get it because I don't want to bring right. something to the bar that sucks. But maybe this one, if it doesn't suck, I don't know. Is it going to be I'm like? Hopeful. Are you going to be able to play cartridges with it like the other ones were? Because those ones were weird. Where like you could play. You could put in a regular Genesis cartridge, but it also had stuff on it. But a lot of the games were shitty, like knockoffs that were on there. But Mortal Kombat was on there too. It was like so weird, like just the way I don't know. Right, right, yeah, yeah. You could plug in, and some of those you could plug in the Genesis games, the original Genesis cartridges. Um, but supposedly, even that didn't work very well. Like I remember hearing one. I was at. Um, I was at a Fry's Electronics and I saw one of those and I started to play it and just the audio quality was terrible. Yeah. Um, like noticeably just bad. Um, yeah. So that that's hopefully all in the past. Uh, but this one, we're going to be getting the Genesis mini console based on model one of the Genesis. 
And then we get two wired control pads. Mm-hmm. So not one, but two. And it's going to be seventy nine ninety nine, along with 40 games. Yeah. And uh, so far we have, uh, what, Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania mm-hmm. Bloodlines. That's a big thumbs up. Space yep. Harrier 2, Shining Force. Uh, Shining Force is good, too. Uh, Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, or Puyo Puyo, to the people who don't know. That's the same thing. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl, Comic Zone. Man, that Comic Zone game. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it's uh, I, I, I have a lot of thoughts on Comic Zone. Like, I, I loved that game. I thought it was a lot of fun, but it was so hard. No, I like it, too. It's just, like, stupidly hard. They really need to make a version that's playable. I'm waiting for a... I want to play a Sega Ages version of that that you can actually play through. This yeah, not, I got to the end boss one time, one time, and I didn't make it. I never got there again. And it was just so frustrating. It was one of my most probably frustrating gaming experiences of getting to the end, end boss of Comic Zone. And because I, when I got there, I knew that if I died, I was never going to, I was never going to see it again. I was just never going to put in the effort. Mm-hmm. The game is so tough, but yeah, I died and I've never seen the boss since. So yeah, maybe on the mini, I don't know. Yeah. So but, what else we got? Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Comic Zone, Sonic the Hedgehog, Altered Beast and Gunstar Heroes. Yeah. That's just what's been announced so far of the 40 games. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of a solid list. What what I'm wondering about is, so like I, you know, I use this stuff at work. And the, the games that are, like, really popular of the SNES and NES Mini are the two-player games. So mm-hmm. I don't see anything that people will actually want to play on this list at, at the bar. Like, I don't think at people – because, yeah. like – so, like, last week – like, like, Sunday, um, people play Gunstar a lot – Gunstar Heroes, you're right. People play a lot of Mario Kart. People play a lot of Street Fighter. People play a lot of Tech Mobile or, like, Mario 1 or 3, you know, is what I see are the most popular ones there. And uh, I don't – you know, I'm think I was thinking about maybe bringing a Genesis in too, but I'm just like, there needs to be something in there that people gravitate Guns to, like, yeah. yeah, but nobody knows what that is, so they won't play no, it. They'll play yeah. it. It's like Contra on Sega. Yeah, but nobody plays Contra. Like I have Con- like Contra Super C and Contra Three are on there, but nobody plays those games because they don't know what it is. I wonder if they get any sports games on there because. Genesis was so known for the sports games like NHL '95 and everything. Well, they would have obviously to, the licensing and all that. Yeah, they would have the to issue. Tecmo. They'd have to like Tecmo Bullet and like take everybody out, like take all the characters out. Yeah, and the team names and all that because of like the way the licensing <laughs> goes. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see what what else will be in there, and hopefully it'll actually have like good. Well, maybe with M2 doing it, it'll have like the good HDMI out and all that, like the Super Nintendo does. I would bet so. Yeah, pre-orders are live. I'm not going to pre-order it just because I'm waiting. Yeah, Sega, I want to wait until it comes past. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm very optimistic for it. Yeah, and I it's all too. it's also like, I mean, it's also like the same games that you already have for the Sega for the for the you know Sega collection on the Switch. Right, I've got a lot of these on on the Sega collection already. I mean, that's but, the, you know, the whole point is to have the cute little Genesis console. Yeah, that's what I really want. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not going to say I hate the thought of a, gen- a little tiny Genesis next to my SNES Mania. Even if it's made by a different company, if, if it looks nice, I want it. Mm. Well, uh, so Monolith has some job openings up for the next Legend of Zelda game. Uh, Monolith Soft, known for the Xenoblade Chronicles games, they helped out with Breath of the Wild as well. Yeah, so. They hopped on kind of late in the development right to help with the open world yeah because they had already done all the xeno xeno x stuff which you know with all those skills and, and all that shit they, they want them to come in and help out and so maybe that means that there'll be you know just more possible news of another breath of the wild game coming out or breath you know 
3D Zelda game. So that's interesting. Uh, not not Nintendo related, but Kazurai retired from Sony. Yeah, Kazurai retires from Sony just weeks be- after uh, Reggie. Yeah, he was so. like Re- he's like Reggie's out. I'm out too. I don't want to do this yeah. if Reggie's not doing it. <laughs> right. They're moving to an island together where they're gonna They've eloped. Eat the Bigfoot pizza every night. They're just gonna <laughs> make puppets of themselves and <laughs> yeah, the puppets. Yeah. Enough of this crazy video game life. Let's run away. Let's be together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that story. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. I think uh, aside from that, all that I really want to mention of the news is uh, Ash from Evil Dead showing up in Dead by Daylight, which is funny because you know Evil Dead Two, Dead by Dawn, Dead by Daylight, similar by by a couple <laughs> letters. Very similar. It's maybe it's only weird to me, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I saw Dead by Daylight, I obviously thought about Dead by Dawn because that's it's like my favorite movie ever. So yeah. I mean that that makes me kind of want to play the game, but also there's that Jason one coming out, so it's like still can't really compete unless it's free to play. I'm yeah. saying it should be free to play. I do want to say that Nintendo's official E3 site has gone live. Yeah, but nothing that's worthwhile. No details. E3 season just up is there. upon us. I think that's that's the uh, the marker when good. the sites go live. Yeah, E3 is about to happen. Sure. Well, it is like a couple months away, so it's almost there. But I think from that, I think that's our news for this week. Unless there's anything you guys want to talk about. I know uh, I know the sequel to Wolfenstein is coming to the Switch, like the same day, the New Order or whatever it is. Um, I actually tried playing that a couple days ago, and I still have a hard time playing it. So I probably won't get that new version of it, the sequel to that. Like whatever, the, the DLC stuff with uh, Blazkowicz's kids is coming out, but... Aside from that, uh, we have some new members to the community that we didn't get to thank last week because we, you know, had just we ran out, ran out of time. But uh, but uh, Daniel Moreno, or as we call him, the D, is an actor that I worked with on various projects. Is on there. Thanks for joining. Uh, Justin Walker, a college friend of mine, we used to do sound stuff together. Uh, Nick Salazar is a bartender that I know, and I think Jonathan Williams was the guy who won the code for. Um, Halloween, Hunted Halloween '86. Hey, congratulations, John! Yeah, so he's he's watched us and stuff. A friend friend of Kevin's as well. And uh, if you guys you know like the show and you want to support us, you can do that at Patreon.com/slash Podcast. There are two shows up there now. You can listen to both of them. Of course, there will be our live show is up there and our show that we did about games that people love that we don't like. It's uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in that episode. It's worth listening to for sure. <laughs> but uh yeah i think that's i wish i could listen to it oh, well man, I accepted my five dollars yeah give us give us five bucks and you can listen to it and there'll be a lot of stuff added to that i know we'll definitely have some mgc stuff on the patreon as well as bonus shows but i think that's that's our episode uh thank you jess for for hanging out with us and giving your in-depth review of yoshi's crafted worlds we couldn't have done it without you oh thanks for having me yeah and if you thank like you. If you like hearing Jess and I, you know, we have a podcast as well that you can find on iTunes and Spotify, and you can find Nintendo Man on Spotify as well. We're both on Spotify. Um, the The Honey Darling Show presents uh, Drunk Monday is what on what it is right now. So you can search for Drunk Monday or The Honey Darling Show, and you'll find either one on there. You can find us on Instagram, too, at Drunk Monday Podcast. Yeah. And we did, uh, we just did Shrill. Uh, we did Captain Marvel before that. And of course, uh, the Oscars, we do that every year. You can find it's, it's more, uh, more along the lines of, uh, movies and TV shows and that type of thing. We talk about that. And, uh, you can find Nintendo Main Podcast as well at NintendoMainPodcast.com. 
and on Spotify, like I said. And if you like the show, leave us leave us a review. Leave reviews for both shows. We lo- we love it. But uh, yeah, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jeremy Mikowski. John Nitter. And special guest. Jess Kenyon. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we'll see you next week. See ya.